0: So uh, I want to thank everyone for coming here today, braving the uh, the terrible weather. Um, this is a, a really exciting day for us, following a really exciting day yesterday. Uh, hopefully, you saw the news, and if you didn't, we're going to share it with you in more detail uh, shortly. Just, I'm going to get a few uh, logistical items out of the way, and then uh, we'll turn it over to the uh, to the team. So, the Wi-Fi network is up here on the screen. There's also little cards on the tables. Um, if you wanted to log into to Wi-Fi, uh, that's how you do it. Um, I'll leave this up for a minute. Um, if everyone could put their cell phones on mute, uh, just as a reminder, that would be wonderful. Um, we are webcasting this live. Um, the camera in the back is part uh, of, a, of a recording, so if you walk along the back, if you could please just maybe duck a little bit and make sure you're not blocking the camera too much, that would be wonderful. We are going to have Q&A sessions uh, throughout uh, the program today will also end with one. We will have a break in the middle for about 15 or 20 minutes. Um, if you need restrooms, they are back to my right, your left. Um, we have a couple demo stations in the back of the room um, that are set up for you to try out our new product that we're going to share with you uh, shortly here. So on the break, after the after the program, if you'd like to go back there and, and try it out, see it in action, uh, you're welcome to do that. Um, And the last thing I'd say is that, you know, we're going to have afterwards today, we're going to have uh, uh, some cocktails here in the back. We'd love for you to stay with us uh, as long as your uh, time allows. Um, So with that, I'm going to uh, go to this exciting slide. Um, We uh, are likely to make forward-looking statements today. So obviously, please refer to our risk factors. uh, And we don't hold ourselves to those forward statements after today. So... uh, With that, I want to introduce uh, Mark Toulouse to kick things off for us today. Mark uh, Toulouse is our chairman. He's been our chairman of the board since February of this year. He's been on our board since 2010. Uh, He's been our lead director since our IPO. Um, He was an investor in Wix starting in 2007 and is still a shareholder today. Uh, He's the founder and CEO of Mangrove Capital, and he's one of the first investors in Skype. So we'll have Mark kick it off. Mark.
1: Good afternoon, and thank you for coming. On behalf of the entire Wix team, on behalf of 1,200 employees, we thank you for your interest in our business. As Joe mentioned, I've been an investor in this company since 2007, and you know what? I wanted to spend just a few minutes today to talk to you about what I've observed over that journey and why I am more excited today about this company than I was back in 2007. When I met the founders of this company in 2007, they were committed, really, to two fundamental principles about the business. Mm -hmm. Principle number one is, this is all about product and nothing but product. Mm -hmm. If you build a great product, users will adopt it. And it was about product because their true dream was, they understood that a revolution was coming. And that revolution was, how do you get small and all sizes of businesses to come online? And they knew this, that in order to make that happen, they had to be focused on building fantastic products. Right? So that was in 2007. Um, today we have almost 100 million users of our business. Um, we've beaten our guidance nine out of 10 quarters since we went public in 2013. Um, This company is an execution machine. Um, We we run almost 300 A-B tests every single day. We run 3,000 marketing campaigns every single day on the Internet. And so our journey has been a fantastic journey over that. And I'm telling you this because the fundamental beliefs that founded this company in 2007 are those that still drive where this business is heading today. And that is, technology. Technology makes the difference. Uh, Yesterday, we launched our most daring product. Uh, Hopefully, you'll get an opportunity to appreciate this. It's a two years worth of work to get us here. Um, As a business, we've guided to a north of $320 million in cash collection this year. And so Wix as a company up until today is absolutely fantastic. I believe Wix's best days lie ahead. In January, when the founders of the company and the board came and asked me and said, would you become chairman of this company? This is not something venture capitalists like to do, because it actually implies some work. And so what I did is I took the opportunity to look under the hood. You know, what was I getting myself into if I accepted this unique opportunity and this honor? And when I looked under the hood, I realized that over this nine-year journey, Wix had really become something different. Not only was it a great product company, but it had morphed also into a world class marketing company. Two Super Bowl ads, sponsorship of a bunch of sporting activities, tons of marketing channel activities every day. As I said, 3,000 opportunities every single day. So today, Wix is more solid as a business than it ever has been. Product marketing, put them together, and you have what I think is one of the finest companies out there. It's an honor for me to be chairman of this company. I thank you for your interest. It's also an honor for me now to welcome, likely the best CEO that I have ever been in business with. I've invested in over 100 companies. I've seen a lot of people. Uh, Avishai Aburami, it's an honor for me to call him a friend. It's an honor that he asked me to become chairman of the company But his dedication to product is what wakes me up every single day. That commitment to saying, you know what, product is the only thing that matters. We are going to come out with tons of products. And when I looked under the hood, I saw Wix ADI and I went, wow, that's pretty cool. But he showed me a bunch of other products and I went, absolutely, I want to be chairman of this company. So without any further ado, let me welcome Abishai Brahmi, founder, CEO of our company.
2: Well, (coughs) let me say, thank you, Mark. It was very kind. And I think that makes me able to do my job as a fantastic team. And that is really doing most of the work, right? And you're going to be able to to see and meet them today. So, and I want to say here, it's really exciting today for us because we just released, as you probably have seen, a major new product. And uh, so thank you for coming here. Thank you for taking the time uh, to our analyst day and and to give us another chance to present you what we are doing and why we are so optimistic about this new product and everything else that is going on. But maybe, oh, I need this, right? Is this the right one? All right. So, uh, let, let me start by saying that as a company, right, and a lot of you made us, almost, well, a little bit more than two years ago when we went public, we've changed a lot, right? In, in, In those days, we were talking, we were doing a lot of building websites and talking about wanting to become more, becoming an OS for small businesses. And today, we're going to show you how this is no longer a dream, how much of that is really happening, how much today we're really helping small businesses, moving everything that they do into the cloud, into our platform. Another interesting fact about Wix is that if you think about right, every one hundred thousand net premium subscription will generate over one hundred and twenty million dollars in cash collection, right, over the next six years. With a eighty five percent gross margin, right? That's incredible. We have two million. I wanna say here is that the reason that we use six years is because this is the amount of statistics we have on our cohorts, right? This is the length of the statistic we have. So we can look at it and say, well, they're pretty much all behaving the same. We're pretty sure about these statistics. But there's a pretty good chance that that's not the end, right, because most of those users are still there. Actually, we have more from those cohorts because we do have negative churn on our cohorts. And we're gonna show you all of that in a lot more details today. And as Mark said, I think that, well, we really are focusing on product and technology. And we're going to show you what we have done in the last year. Uh, so many new initiatives, so many new products. So it's going to be, at least for me, a very exciting opportunity to present you with a lot of hard work done by this team. And the next part, I just want to talk a little bit about weeks and uh, uh, more in general, to say that we're founded in 2006, we have 1,200 employees. In five different countries, we have over 86 million subscriptions. To, sh- to just as a refreshment, to remind everybody, when we were in public, we had 32 million users, and 550,000 subscriptions, and we generate $99 million. Dollars. Today, just a bit more than two years later, we have 86 million users. We're over 2 million subscriptions, and we've guided this year, cash revenues to $324 million. Right, which is, I think, a fantastic growth, mostly because of our users that they are really being loyal and helping us achieve that. If you look at Wix, so, right, it, well, most of our customers would come to us because they want to build a website, right? But then we offer them so much more, and and of course, 17 million mobile sites, almost 300 thousand full-blown e-commerce sites. Right, but even more interesting is this side. This is kind of the waste, right? We have a CRM that we offer our users, which is managing today over 300 million contacts for our users. We ra- we ran over 110 million marketing campaigns, again automated by our system. And you're going to see that. And again, 40 f- uh, we just released an invoice product, inventory product, and it's getting to be more and more and you know, a full-blown operation system, but we also allow third-party developers to develop applications and you can install those into our ecosystem, right? And we have 40 million of those kind of applications already installed. But all of this is starting with people building a beautiful website. So, uh, And we are always thinking, how do we can improve that funnel, getting it better? And, 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 and we looked into AI a lot and, and one of the things that I want to say about the eye that, well, how much all of us know about the right? So we all see movies. I've seen them since I was a very young kid. And I was always waiting for this car that can actually talk to me and drive for, and drive for, <coughs> for me. And, 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 and we know that it can play chess, right? It can do Jeopardy. It can win Go, and, which is very, very hard. But when I look at the things that it actually does for me today, well, I, I don't know how to play Go right? And and, 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 and and chess, There's every park in New York has thousands of people better than me in chess. So it's not really, I don't need the eye to be beaten by somebody in it chess. And, and, and most of all, this promise is something that is not real for me today. I know it's coming, right? Probably in the next couple of years we're going to see a lot of it becoming a reality. And did I just destroy everything here? Right. So we, we see the design in nature. And, and and the essence of design is something like all this is just one formula, right? And and, and, and we know that analyzing design with mathematics is something that has been happening for the last four thousand years, right? The ancient Greeks started that, went all the way from Da Vinci, Michelangelo, all the way to our days. And it's easy today to design to look at design said well this is the mathematics behind it but to reverse that right to take mathematics and build new design from that is something that we didn't really do and if you look at the new things that are coming from that so this is something from a recent TED talk about AI doing art okay and and well actually the resolution to be fair is not so good but this is very very creative also, I can say I don't want that in my living room because this is kind of ugly, right? And, and and the thing behind it is that to make beautiful design, you need to do a lot more than just solve an equation, right? You have to understand when the human brain looks at something and said, wow, there is so much harmony here, right? There is a flow. There is a balance, right? And this is a lot... More complex than solving a mathematical equation and let me explain to you why this is so important for us so if you look at this website for example right well you can see that it's first of all it's beautiful and the fact that it is beautiful makes every product presented here right look better so this is beautiful it helps the brand it helps this company sell better right? We want our user sites to be as pretty all the time. And and if you look at those, right, each one of them is is kind of like pushing the products really well out. There's this balance, And for me, when I wake up every morning and I look at Wix users' websites, and I see those kind of websites, I'm super proud. I'm super proud of our users. Why? Because I know how hard it is to make one of those. I'm CEO of Wix. There's no way I can design something like that. I don't have nearly anywhere the design skill needed to do something like that. So this was a problem we've been struggling and, and, and for the last couple of years, and we we're really thinking about how can we ensure that every one of our users get something like that. So we, had, we thought that we have really two options. Teach everybody to become master of designs, but this is very hard. We have 86 million users, and teaching everybody to be a master of design is a bit like teaching them to be master chefs or master ballerinas which is well you're going to agree with me very hard to do and and the other option was to build this radical new technology that will actually do it for them but well, that means actually building an AI system that can design right and, and, and I'm proud to say that we actually managed to do it like they may not sit yesterday. Those websites have been built by artificial intelligence, right? Without any human help, right? Well, they look really good, right? They're pretty, but they're not just pretty. They understand the context. If you look at it, right, they actually emphasize the right, the important parts to make this not just a pretty website, but also an effective website, something that pushes the brand of the business. And they're all unique. They all look different. Right? Again, without any human design. And I know that if I had a business, I would like my business to be presented like this. Again, without any human help. It's really a radical change in how you design things on the Internet. How you build content for the Internet. So, I think that... I just want to say here one more thing. So, for Thousands of years, right? We had brilliant people working on that. And, of course, we use a lot of their work But in order to achieve this. But this is really the first time in human history that there is an algorithm that can design, right? That can really build something that is pretty. Let me explain to you a bit more about how it's done. So this is how a human designer would usually work on a page, right? He would look at things. He would start to petition them around, making small pieces of content, start to measure them, aligning them. Then we'll put some more images, then we'll start playing with the color, then we'll look at it and say, This is good, this is not good, adjust it, change it. And it has this iterative process until you look at something and say, Well, this is pretty, but it's also effective. Usually in this process you have more than one person. You have one who is the creative director, and then you have another guy that understands how to do marketing messages. And we wanted to automate all of that. So we kind of came with this thing, and it actually goes, let me see. I don't think I have a light here now, do I? Anyway, so let let me explain like that. So this is uh, the ADI algorithm, of course, simplified. And the thing here is that what we do in the beginning is that we're trying to create all the possible content combinations. And I'll explain. Let's say that you have three content uh, content pieces. You have a tile, a paragraph, and an image, right? So you can place them in different order, right? And you can then move them around. You can put them, one on the side, one over here, the other one over here. You can make many different structures from that. So this is what this thing is doing. It generates actually thousands to millions of options, depending on the amount of content that you have in a specific area. The next part is what we call the human understood filter. So it looks at those structures and says, well, all the structures that we have here, some of them, the human brain will look at them and say, well, they don't make any sense. right? And some of them will make a lot of sense to us. So the human understood filter actually gets rid of all those that don't Makes sense for the human brain. And here we ended up having the one that do make sense. At least that the algorithm believes so. And then what we do is we inject the real content and we start to measure that. And we actually try to adjust and measure that. From that we go to what we call the designers. And the designer is actually taking these structures. Now with the real content in real positions and start to actually create balance and harmony by moving them around and putting fonts and remeasuring measuring everything and continuously designing it. So that's us the looks. From this is going to what we call the coloring algorithm. So the coloring algorithm which is pretty much going, is, okay, this is the color here. Let's balance the colors correctly. And there is another, well, tricky part there is that you have to make sure that there is a contrast between things. So if you have a background and you put text on it and another image and another, and you have to make sure there is contrast between the background, each piece of content. And then each piece of content has contrast, enough contrast so it's visible to each piece of content that is neighboring it. And that's well, a lot more tricky than it seems. This is going to what we call section building, and the section building I've combined that into different sections. This is go to a page optimizer, which takes those content pieces and then move them around until it gets different pages. Those pages are then going into a ranking algorithm that says how pretty they are and how effective they are in presenting the brands. Those are actually being presented. Okay, what does it all mean? All right. It means that with a click, you get billion of designs options. Right and with a click, you can move between them. So, let me show you a bit more, some more details, kind of a very basic illustration on how it's really working. So if you look at this page, where I, just for this, we're starting to create all this variation of content, of structures, and then there's the human filter that will just remove the one that doesn't make sense. The next part right, is that we start to measure and fill, right, And this is where we inject real content and place it in right, in the right position. The next part, you start to design it. And now it's going to start to look great. Then we color it. Right? And the next part from that, we're really building real sections from it. And that would actually go into the part that is building. Oh, sorry. Oh. Did I just kill it? Okay. So this is actually go to the part of the pages, which for some reason. I keep skip. Let me see. Hi. Right. no, I guess not working here. And All right so we saw that, and, and 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 the next thing I wanna I wanna show you is, is, is not just the technology, but actually how the product is working. And we're gonna use that to build free websites, right? And and and. So this is not going to be a demo of an algorithm or anything. This is the actual product. And Ronnie over there, Ronnie, hey? right? Ronnie over there is going to actually help me build it. And and we're going to build, the first website we're going to build, okay, is for Jane. And Jane is a personal trainer from New York. And Jane has actually been working as a personal trainer for a while. So the Internet has content that is relevant to Jane, right? So the AI algorithm is going to go and it's going to capture this content and and it's going to start building a website using this content. So let's start. This is the part now when the algorithm is actually searching the internet for content that is relevant for Jane, and confirming that it's actually her. And the next part is where all of that is happening, right? And now the algorithm is actually starting to build different layers, different pages, ranking them, going sorting for different and, uh, billions of options actually. And now. We allow Jane to say, "Well, those are the palettes we think are good for personal training." Once well, she selects one, and now this is really what's cool, right? And and now Ronnie, if you see no hands over there on the computer, this is the ADR algorithm building a website, right? So it's using the interface that is in this system, and it's automatically building a website. You we can see the website is actually being built around Jane's content, okay? So everything fits to that content automatically, right? There's only one website like that. It's not going to look like anything else. It's unique, and it actually is exactly what will make their content look great. So we just finished. Now we have a website. Let's take a look at it. This is pretty cool, right? For no hands, zero human touch right? and as you can see it's pretty customized it also of course works on mobile and another cool thing about it is that this is Actually, not just a static website. It's a really working website. Meaning that people can come here and already book appointments. There's a full booking engine integrated into that. Right? They can book appointments with Jen. So she actually, well, she can just go ahead. She has a website. She can start marketing. She can start sharing it. And she can start getting real business from it. Right? Again, zero human touch. But let's say that Jen says, well, you know what? I don't like this. I want to change it. So the AI algorithm is actually presenting her with all those different options that it believes are really good for her. So she can just, with one click, boom, start to change how her website looks and behaves. Right. And one of the other things is that, well, the ADI algorithm found that she has videos. Right? So with one click, she can make her site now with a video. Right? And that was one click. Pretty cool. Now the next part is, let's say that James says, "Well, I, I want my website to have a lot more information. Let's build some more pages, and let me take this and write something about myself." So with, again, with one click, the ADI algorithm will generate a new page for her. And as you can see, it's already starting to play with the colors. and in the next part, she can just add different sections. So here we have different sections that we that the ADI algorithm is actually believes that are relevant for. A personal trainer and by the way everything here all this content is from what people really wrote on here on the internet of course she can edit that if she wants but again it's completely automatic everything is real and we just finished a fully working website that has been customized so this was an example of something that uh, when you have real somebody who has content on the internet let's take a look at another example let's build a fully functional e-commerce store which is a new business. It doesn't have any content on the internet. So, we're going to build a watch store. And we're going to ask for an online store. Now, this is a business really that is new. So, there's nothing that the idea algorithm can find on the internet about it. So, what it can do, right? So, we at Wix we built this huge library of photos, media, and uh, content. And the ADI algorithm will go into that, take that content, right, and start building the store from this content. Again, you see the color palette here change because this is what the ADI algorithm thinks is really good for a watch store. And again, this is completely automatic. This is where the ADI algorithm is building the website. Just like that, right, we have a fully functional e-commerce site that well, has everything except, well, one thing, which is the idea algorithm already cannot guess what kind of products, what kind of watches you're going to sell. So this is the one thing that Tony that, that is going to have to place here, right? And I want to say something here So while she's doing that. So, really, you know, this is not some basic e-commerce. This is not some simplified version that works here. This is the full-blown Wix e-commerce, right, which works globally, which supports almost 300,000 live e-commerce stores. This is a full-blown solution that we can actually, well, pretty much now, start selling real products with. And again, of course, with the ADI system, it knows which layouts will look good with your product. So you can actually come here, click, and change the way you present your products. This is something we love to have our customers put because it really improve conversion, having this product focus widget on a page. And, and, only do you mind moving them a little bit up? So this is how easy it is to actually edit the content because the AD algorithm immediately take care of everything for you. I'm gonna show you more about it. So this is a full blown right e commerce, almost finished, we, and, and, and 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 a pretty good one. And the other thing about this e commerce, right? It also, of course, works on mobile pretty well. And again, it took us, what, four, five minutes to build fully e-commerce specialized in one, in your own brand, right? There's nothing similar to that in existing today. That would usually have taken months, all automatic. So let's do something more complex, and let's look a bit more about the how the algorithm behaves. So we're gonna, next one, we're going to build an ice cream website for selling ice cream store website you like ice cream you can see that and 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 again it's a real business that actually has a lot of information on the internet so the ADI algorithm will actually look on the internet and 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 and, and grab that information so we don't have to start now if you think about right we've seen here we're going to see here three different websites right so a personal trainer built with zero touch fully functioning with booking. The other one was a full e commerce which we just had to add a product and it was ready and it was very easy to customize. And now what I want to show you is what happened when you when you go and you try to go deeper and change a lot of what you have on the website to customize it when you need it. So again the idea algorithm now picked, collected all the information from the internet and now it's starting to build all the various layouts. And design options. I say again, the colors, okay, will be the right colors that we believe are the best for uh, ice cream. Now, this information is based on something that we have, right? We have over a decade of data. We have over we have 86 million users we can learn from. What are the best colors to show ice cream? In case that your photos have this kind of a color palette, what will be the best way to create your brand? how it should look and and again it's fully automatic right there's no need to touch anything here and we have an ice cream store so this is pretty cool right especially in New York when when uh, when it's summer right but what happened in winter Right? And winter would be coming at some point and we would have to, well, modify. So let's let's show you some more ways of how you can modify. Just, you know, again, every click will change something very easily. But let's go and completely change this one from ice cream to a chocolate st- store. Right? Again, to show you how easy it is to use this system. I want to tell you, you know, yesterday, so, where running is working it, we were showing that to our users, and, and one of the users came to me and said, she's an actor. And apparently, we didn't train the algorithm yet on actors' websites. So I said, let's start with something else and see how it does it. So we started, and in five minutes, we had a complete actors' website, completely modified, right? Exactly what you wanted. And for me, that's incredible, because the team there, he managed to build something that is flexible enough, that even that he couldn't recognize the exact context. It could still come up with an incredible website. Of course, we had to tweak it a little bit, but less than five minutes. And here you can see that, well, at this time, we actually managed to change a lot of the content and it's starting to look more like a chocolate place. But we still have this kind of like summer ice cream colors. So again, the idea algorithm allows you to choose the theme. Right, Each one of those is a huge collection of, of, of small ele- of elements From color palettes to let's go with elegant And, and, and color palettes, fonts, the sizing, the spacing, the balance between them All of them done automatically And you can look at it, you see that, boom Now we have something that looks kind of different And this whole website, you remember how it was with asking Now has a completely different feeling, right? We kept the same structure Because it's the same store But it just feels different I will show you one more piece of of information on how it works behind the details. So, if we focus on specifically this piece of content, right? So, we can click here and see various designs that, again, the algorithm believes are really good to present this content. However, we can click and change them, and that's easy. What happens if we start modifying that? How it will adjust, right? So, let's do something big and move the picture. So, without a photo, right? What happens is that immediately design this for you. Okay, if you had different length of text, you would get something else, right? If the tile was different, you would get something else. And you can see here, you have new options. Now, that fit this kind of content. Okay, now, when we click Edit here, and we'll add, let's add a picture, the photo again. What you can see is that the ADA algorithm will design it, but this time it will look different. Why does it look different? Because the AI algorithm said, well, according to your last preference, your last change, I assume that this is something that is closer to what you want now that you've added a picture. So it's always trying to maintain right this perception of what we think is the next design that can fit to what we already did. right? Okay? And this is something that is all about perception. And there's pretty much probably I don't know one hundred thousand solutions just for that. So this was a demo right and this is a demo of a real product that is live and every time that a product that is still in beta is really working i'm amazed thank you ronnie (laughs) we really believe guys this is a radical way a radical change in how things are designed on the internet it really is a power of billions of design possibilities with a click really billions of designs with clicks, and now questions yes So you are asking about copyright protection, so we are going after uh, well, we have two sources of 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 content here, one is ours. Okay, So this is stock photography that we either bought or produced. And we give a license to our users to use it on Wix. So that's pretty much sell. The other things we go to places that we know that the content is either belong to the user or that the copyright terms are such that it is possible for the user to use. So I would say in most cases, probably 99% of the cases, this is actually solved. Thank you.
1: So I'm a, a prospective new user. How will you determine whether you want to push me towards Wix ADI or the
3: traditional
2: path? Will everybody go towards the Wix ADI? Or? So in the beginning, we're going to ask you. Um, so we're going to use this very simple, not necessarily artificial intelligence Process. We're going to ask you, do you want to try it this way or this way? And after a while, we're going to see what is the right way to approach it. I believe that going forward at some point, which I don't think is that far, most of our traffic, most of our new users will actually go from here. And now this, flow, this works with, a, with the Wix Editor, right? You can take content down here into the Wix Editor and continue to work on it. So we believe that that's a better way to start.
4: Carry. Kerry?
5: Two questions. One, have you uh, patented this? Um, And then the second is, are you going to launch any kind of specific marketing campaign to kind of highlight this to new users?
2: So, we filed a bunch of patents on this. There is actually really a lot of new work here when it comes to uh, AI, and there's a lot of new work here on how the human mind perceives results of AI. and, and, And so there's A lot of things here that uh, we're trying to patent. Uh, And, of course, there's going to be some really cool marketing campaigns.
4: Um, So besides the stock photo, how much of the content is relying on Facebook, uh, other social places that people would or their clients would have put their information?
2: So we take from a bunch of places, yes, and we're working on partnerships to be able to get a lot of it. And, uh, but I think that today we we do a pretty good job of getting content and uh, a pretty good job of understanding that they can actually use it in their websites. Yeah.
6: Um, well, just we also, by the way, let
2: the user upload content uh, that they have. So if I have photos of my business, I can just upload it.
0: We'll do just a, two more questions just in the interest of time. Willie, you want to uh, go ahead? I was just curious about the intelligence. You mentioned that there wasn't a pre-configured sort of template for actors and you also We didn't
2: teach the algorithm how to think about actors' sites. So it's a training. It's a supervised training algorithm. to so kind of like when you drive uh, automatic cars, right? AI for, or to go, by the way. So those are what we call supervised training. And because uh, there's a good and bad result. And usually what we do is that we take a lot of web content and we teach the algorithm how to think about actors' websites. right? And this one, we just... Uh, at least this pro- this version, we didn't train it yet, to know and be.
7: So had you done that specifically for ice cream shops? No, no, actually. Or did that on its own? Actually,
2: I think we. Well, we we don't. We just run it. It does it on its own.
0: So I it it actually. You, you mentioned it gets sort of the best ideas from ice cream shops that you've had in Wix already. Is it doing that in an automated way, or yes. has someone actually? Yes. Uh, gone and looked for what are the most successful ice cream shops and and instrumented the platform to do that
2: It's more complex, but we don't do the second part of what you said we don't actually tell it Oh, this is a, a great ice cream shop copy for that That is something that we don't do what we do is that it can look at a at different, at, at different uh, Stores a different ice cream stores at different things that are effective and, and, and f- from all of that it constructs what he believes what it believes is the best structure. What we do is have the ability to say, well, you thought it's good. It's actually not. Right? So we kind of like supervise it, which is why it's called supervised learning. But all of those algorithms, right, you give them a lot of inputs, right? And they have this huge matrix that take that and pretty much a lot of connection and going around and process it. So the more input we give, the smarter it is, right? And so we give it a lot of information.
0: Okay. One more question, Anuk.
8: Um, Congratulations on building this. Um, do you have any data on um, before, in the existing platform, how long it takes on average for someone to build a site, and how long do you think it will take with this? And then secondarily,
4: um, I mean, what percentage of your users use a web designer, and what are they paying for the web designer, and does this, you know, eliminate...
9: The web
2: designer. So that was actually like five questions <laughs> in one sentence. <laughs> All right. So, yes, it takes, well, different users build websites in a different, it uh, takes a different amount of time. I, I doubt there are many that can, unless they are really proficient web designers that have been doing many websites, it usually it takes either a, a, a couple of hours or a couple of days and sometimes months, right? And we have users that come every day and change what they did. Right? So it's kind of hard to quantify that exactly. But overall it takes days. Right? To build for someone to build something he's happy with. With this, it takes minutes. Right? If you want to edit every piece of the content, you can probably spend, I don't know, a couple of hours doing that, but it's really you can publish the first result you got and it's really good. The other question was I think that this is a little bit like uh, Excel for CPAs, right? It, it, it didn't eliminate their work, it just made them so much more powerful. Okay? It gave them more tools to do things. And and, and we, we saw that in Wix. I saw it live. When we released this, uh, when we started to work on this product, and, and we need to supervise learning, right? So we had designers sitting there and helping the algorithm understand how the universe behaves and how we think. And, and a few of them came to me and said, you know, you're gonna fire us after that, right? Because you're not gonna need us anymore. And I was like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> of course not. There's so many things we're doing. And i like, are you sure? Well, three weeks later, I needed, for a friend of mine, to build a website, a charity well, for kids. And, and I went to one of the designers, and she was like, she looked at me and said, yes, this is great, but can I use the ADI system to build it? I said, why? And she said, no, it's so much easier. And then I'll just work on it a little bit and do things. And you know what? It's, it's incredible. So the ADI system built a website that was good enough in my eyes. And then she came in and just started to play with things, right? Like the way they, the, the mother and, and, and the daughter's hands are holding each other and where the focus is. And you can see, wow. Right? So I believe this will make our designers able to do a lot more. And in addition to that, when you're a witch designer and you have this on your side, nobody else in the world is able to compete with you. Not on efficiency, not on the level of profit you can make, not on the speed or the quality of what you can deliver. So I think that this, for our designers, is really incredible.
0: Um, we'll, there'll be more time for questions uh, uh, later, obviously. Um, and have... I
2: want to introduce Ruven Sherwin. She's leading a, a VP of product and been asked for many, many years. Please.
7: Thank you. I'm on. Well, thank you, everyone, everyone for joining us this, this afternoon. In this coming session, what we'd like to share with you is the overview of the Wix platform and how it all ties together with a greater Wix vision. So, the key takeaways we'd like you to go to leave this session with. First of all, as Avishai mentioned, Wix has transformed itself over the past years from being a website builder to a full ecosystem with all of the pieces of the puzzle an SMB needs in order to go online successfully. So we'd like to show you how all of these pieces fit together. When we do a product, we're laser focused on ease of use and stunning professional online presence so that SMB will have a great presentation of what their business is. We back this with, online, with powerful back office software that runs many parts of their business online on the Wix platform. And all of this is powered by our immense R&D team that does all of the product development with nearly a decade of experience in this industry. Something which is very unique to Wix and no one else can match. Okay, so we met approximately last time 15 months ago. And as you'd expect in a product company, there's so much going on. There was actually much more going on in our product release front we've released a brand new version of our editor and since we've released two major updates to it with tens of new features in every one of these releases. On top of that, recently, yesterday, we've launched or introduced Wix ADI. Both of these together, the Wix editor with its revisions and ADI allow our SMBs and customers to bring their online presence to a more more and more stunning presentation. As a context, well, we, of course, always want to generate content. Well, there was a question about the source of our content, so we have a studio of designers creating for us more and more amazing and stunning content and more and more beautiful templates for our users to start from. Context in R&D development, so you see every approximately eight and a half minutes, there's some new production change taking place, and every minute there's some code change taking code change taking place in one of our products. We have so many product teams working together to deliver the SMB everything they need in order to succeed. So, in this session, I'm now uh, deep diving into the next level, the things that are actually impacting the SMB on the day-to-day. We'd like to see how um, these products we've offered tie all together into the Wix operating system vision and how that allows the SMB to be successfully online. So what is it that SMB needs, right? Because I'm talking about Wix and I'm telling you that Wix solves the problems for the SMB. So what is it that SMB needs? So first of all, the SMB needs a stunning online presence. A stunning online presence provides validity to the business and engages people who find us online. So once they found us online, we want to feel comfortable with our solution and a stunning online presence is the first step for that. Of course, we want to be found online. So we need to have great SEO and we need to have great marketing tools so we can shout out to our customers and prospects and they can found, find us. We want to be able to sell goods. We want to be able to sell services, online ordering of food, depending what our specific businesses sell our music. We need all of that interaction. We need to do it in a stunning online presence on the one hand, and we need to be able to manage this in the back end on the other hand. And finally, we're a global company, and we have customers all over the world, and our customers need to be able to collect payments from their customers, from their um, business customers, with multiple payment options, and with successful transactions worldwide all Seamlessly with seamless checkout flows. So this is what an SMB needs. And what I'd like to see to show you is how the Wix vision of the Wix operating system ties all of this together. All of our product teams doing this in order to deliver successfully. Now, I'll be mentioning numerous products. There's much more on the product front going on. And one of the amazing things here, the reason we allow ourselves to talk about this WIFS vision, the Wix operating system, is I can tell you I have over 25 years of experience in product leadership roles. And I've never seen such a thing. So many different product teams working together in a synchronized manner to deliver on a greater vision. So what I'd like to take you through these steps is show you how this vision, which is one of the ways we represent the Wix operating system vision, delivers on the SMB needs. Because SMBs often don't realize the challenges of going online successfully and of doing all of their business from one location. If they would be going to different service providers, they'd have to be integrating 15 different solutions to get what they get in one place when they come to Wix. So the first layer, the web presence, stunning validating the business, Avishai covered Wix ADI, you all know our Wix editor, we had a powerful solution for many years, it's improving, it's always easy to use, it's more and more stunning, and now we have Wix ADI which allows you to start stunning and then as needed, if needed, continue into the Wix editor and make it even more customized to your needs. But let's deep dive into the second layer. So, the middle layer is where we'll help the business manage and grow their online business. The workflow management software that we offer in the Wix back office creates a lot of stickiness for our product line and ties a customer successfully to Wix because all of their contact, their master database of their business, is with the Wix system. Abhishek mentioned in one of his slides that we have over 300 million user information. In our Wix contacts so what does it actually mean for the SMB one of the products we offer is Wix home which is a centralized dashboard for the business owner to create manage and grow their business online what you see is what you need this is fully context aware apps and information tools and suggestions whatever it is the business needs or may need in the future, based on the type of business they are, they can all find in the Wix home. It also offers a notification center, which integrates notifications from all components of the system, whether it's a new order that just came in, or maybe content, uh, a stock low on a certain uh, product in the store. It may be a new order from my restaurant, and it may be an invoice that is overdue, All of those notifications are centralized in the contact in the um, notification center. And finally, all of this is smoothly integrated between the site, the front end of the the business where the customers come to them, and the back end where we tie the CRM and the email marketing together. It's one of its kind in the world. Now, on the marketing front, we've introduced Wix shout-out over a year ago, almost two years ago, but last year we've also extended Shoutout's reach into Facebook so our customers can do marketing campaigns based on Shoutout directly through their Facebook channel. And of course, you have a stunning website. You want people to find it. So we have the SEO wizard, which allows our customers to easily set up all of the SEO settings so they can be found online. Again, different product teams working together on this greater vision, delivering power to the SMB. On the communication between the business and their customers. So if I have an amazing website and someone reached my website and filled in a contact form, automatically they will be logged into Wix contacts and I can manage all of my interactions with them. Using the Smart Actions email triggers, we automatically, as a business owner, can automatically send out a shout out to them, telling them, hey, what is it you're interested in? They can come back to me, and I can manage this all in Wix and Gage, which we introduced earlier this year. And if needed, I can even send out an invoice from the Wix system. They will send me back information. We can do all of this exchange electronically using the Wix backend. One place, one stop. They can manage their business easily. Now, these were horizontal applications, software that is relevant to your business, regardless of the exact business you're managing. Well, that's great value in itself, but we've realized that in some domains there's a need for a tailored software, something more for a vertical application. Well, we've done this for musicians with Wix Music, where a musician can, on the one hand, present an amazing online presence, but manage everything from the Wix back office. So if I'm a musician, people who come to my site can hear my music, stream my music, buy my music, play my music, recommend my music, share my music with a great experience. But as a musician, I want to know which songs are more successful. What albums maybe need a sale now in order to make them more successful? All I have to do is hit my back office and I can see there the analytics of the songs, what songs are more popular, what songs are less, and decide to maybe put them on a sale. So we've introduced Wix bookings. Wix bookings allows an SMB in the services business to present a stunning front end on the one hand, a yoga instructor in this case, and manage all of their calendar using the Wix back office. So any booking taking place on the front end is immediately logged in my back end. And as a service provider, I can manage all of that from the Wix back end. Again, multiple product teams all integrating together one experience. Now you've seen in the ADI session. You've seen Wix bookings. Three minutes, four clicks, a live site, amazing, with bookings integrated. Now, it's not available anywhere. I don't have the words for that. Okay. We've introduced Wix bookings first time, August 2015, and since that time, we've had over 250,000, a quarter of a million appointments booked through Wix services. This is amazing. It's a very rapidly growing vertical for us. Another vertical I'd like to touch upon is we realized the huge opportunity in the food online ordering system. And we've created Wix restaurants offering for online ordering, allowing services, service providers, to sell food online and manage all of their orders, again, from one location on the Wix back office. Now, the software even allows a here. To not only manage their online orders but also to present their menus online and even push them to their Facebook page. Now deep dive, lower, closer to the actual technology. So the third layer, the layer that an SMB often doesn't think about is that when they venture online without a platform such as Wix, there's a significant amount of integration between that is needed to make all of this simply work unless you come to Wix, in which case it simply works. Now, we make it dead easy for the SMB. In fact, most of it just happens without the SMB realizing something had to happen and something had happened. Works, how? Well, building on the Wix expertise and experience, we provide a a number of sophisticated modular components that are reused by development teams in-house and externally, in order to deliver products of quality, whether we develop those products or we integrate with third parties. So first, we have a rich software development kit, ADK, SDK, that allows third party teams to integrate enhanced offerings to the Wix platform where needed. Internally, we've developed Wix stores, we've developed Wix hotels, Wix bookings, Wix restaurants, Wix music, and many other products all developed using the same sdk and since we introduced it over 250 third-party applications have been developed using the wix sdk wix Hive is what aggregates all of the data and interactions between the business owner and their customers now it allows it tracks and logs all of the data, all of the actions that take place, and it allows us to build offerings on top of that. Wix Cashier is where we took our own expertise of being a successful business worldwide and packaged it in all together to a payment platform that we use internally as we develop our own products, allowing our products to offer their functionality and their strengths to SMBs worldwide so that if a Wix hotel customer wants to charge their customers in the Philippines or in the United States or anywhere else, they always have numerous payment options, they have numerous um, integrations, and all of this in a very seamless checkout manner, checkout flow. And again, we use Wix cashier in our hotels, in stores, in bookings, in invoices, and in other places across the Wix platform. Finally, we have our media platform, which allows on-the-fly image manipulation, downsizing of resolutions as required based on the actual platform and screen size where the data is consumed, and allows for streaming for Wix music and for our video backgrounds, all of this on the the Wix media platform. One level deeper is when users, they want a site on the Internet. Well, having a site on the Internet is one challenge. But keeping it up there, safe and secure from denial-of-service attacks, from hacking, from um, just 24-7, and content distribution networks, these are all things that you don't even realize is, is maybe a challenge for your business. And when you use Wix, it simply happens for you based on our expertise and experience of over 10 years. So, I talked about restaurants, hotels, photography, bookings, stores, CRM, shout out. You see that we have a be- you have a better idea, hopefully, of our complete platform. And as we said, our vision is to create a completely integrated software. All of our product teams serving this greater vision where any SMB and any line of business can take their entire business online. And what we've done is develop products that operate in markets which have very, very big businesses. This shows that there's a huge opportunity and demand for those types of offerings. Many of these businesses you see here are point solutions and cannot compete with what it is we offer when it comes to the ease of use and integration because at Wix you have one-stop shop for anything and everything the SMB needs in order to be successful online. Mm -hmm. We, of course, will continue to build our platform to create even more and and empower our SMBs to be more successful. So, Avishai mentioned that every morning he looks at many, many user sites. Mm -hmm. Well, I've I've covered in this session so far the Wix operating system and how we work to deliver on it. I covered the SMB needs And we've reviewed how all all of the Wix platform helps the SMB deal with these challenges. Well, it's not only, only Abishai that looks at user sites every day. Every day at Wix, I believe, in the total, we review probably thousands, if not tens of thousands, of user sites. We always see what's going on, what's more successful, where can we help our users be even more successful with their businesses When they choose the Wix platform. Because their success is what makes us successful. So when we review these many, many sites, certain sites stand out. Certain users are more interesting. And I'd like to share with you two such user stories. So I'd like to introduce to you Rebecca Marquay Lee of True Body Nutrition. Rebecca started the True Body Nutrition business after eight years Eight years where she worked at counseling patients at local hospitals, she realized this capability she had, this skill she had, she can make her own business and not only be an employee for someone else. Her company today offers private and group cooking classes focused on nutrition, diet, and overall weight loss. She had a professional, that's true, she had a professional take pictures and had a logo designed by a professional, but other than that, TrueBody is a great example of what users can build when they use the Wix platform on their own. She was able to build her site on her own and finish it in less than one night. She even had a chance to sleep that same night. Now, she came to Wix because she was looking for a stunning experience. She wanted her business to look great. She had great images and she wanted something that would make justice. To her image, and coming to Wix, she found one of our stunning templates and set up a site. But she stays with Wix because of Wix Bookings, which allows her not only to look great but to close the whole business loop. It allows clients to book online and makes her online presence professional-looking and successful. She was amazed by how easy it was to set this up. Um, her business on Wix. You can see here her booking classes. You can see on the right side, the back office she uses to manage them. Now Wix Booking is integrated, of course, with a Google Calendar, and her clients actually testify to her, tell her that book scheduling appointments is really easy for her. It's easy for her to manage appointments and send out emails, even for cases where someone called her up, she can go to the Wix back office set up the appointment from the Wix back office and that's all the software she needs to manage her business. Now, in addition, she uses Wix Shoutout in a smart way to announce new classes. When she has a new cooking class, she puts it out, tells people about it in shout All of her contacts, of course, are integrated on the Wix platform, so that's all smoothly integrated and she sees instant responses to her email because the shout she creates can be so visually stunning they immediately create some interest with her recipients, the people getting those emails, and they get back to her, and immediately she fill, instantly fills in her new cooking classes. Like many business owners, she realizes that another part of what she has to offer to prospects wh- who are still not paying her, is a good blog, and she uses the WIG's blogging platform to create blog posts. She creates approximately one blog post a week, takes her just one hour to do so, still, she needs to write this content, and that causes her to have followers who are still not paying customers, but they will become paying customers after they read her fascinating blog posts and hear about her cooking classes. So much about Rebecca, one of our very nice user stories. I'd like to now talk about Dustin and June and Daya of the Philippines. Dustin and June wanted to set up a business, or actually set up a business, in 2015, of a six Beachside, uh, beach view cabins, and they wanted an online booking system. There are many online booking systems out there. All of them take much more than just an arm of the, and a leg in commission of any booking that takes place. They were looking for something that will look great, work seamless, solve all of their business needs, and will be reasonably priced. And they were very happy to find Wix. I'll jump to the end of the story. Today, 90% Of all of their reservations go through Wix hotels and of course all of this using the Wix online presence now they used correctly and in a smart way the Wix SEO wizard and today they appear in a very high level in the search engines and the relevant categories in the Philippines and they get lots of their traffic directly from Google in addition They are very active on social media. They take very high-quality images and post them to different um, uh, social media, such as Facebook and Instagram, Instagram, which brings more traffic to their Wix website where their customers use the Wix Hotels front-end to make reservations, and they can manage all of that in the back-end. They, of course, they use our customer management tools such as Wix Contacts, and they use Wix Shoutout to um, send reminders. Whenever someone made a booking, they get a shoutout with all of the details of the booking. A week before your reservation kicks in, they send out a reminder telling you to bring your suntan lotion and prepare for your trip altogether. And they actually even built a second website promoting different attractions on the um, uh, island where they operate. And these shoutouts send people to the other site which is another source of traffic for their business so Dustin and June have really built their online operation using Wix to that extent where when you go and check in at the front desk of their um, uh, hotel they actually use Wix hotels back-office software as their front desk software now we have lots many more of these types of examples But hopefully, you get a sense of how small businesses are using our platform. No matter what type of SMB you are, with all of our product teams thinking into the Wix OS vision, this all ties in together, and you'll find out whether in our horizontal offerings or our vertical offerings, the solution you need for your SMB to go successfully online. Now, we saw Wix OS in this session. We reviewed what the SMB needs are, and we showed how the Wix OS vision helps the SMB go online successfully. Well, I'd like to share with you one more team, another example closer to home for me, where numerous teams joined effort with one of our product teams and are working to deliver a new product. In the recent months, building on our platform and technology investment, we've been working on a new product, which we've been user testing, bless you, for the past couple of months. And we'd like to share it with you here. It's a mobile application one app for all of your business needs. Now, I have, to have a confession to make, and, I, and that's, a, I'm a sweet suit. tooth. I really like sweets. So what I did is I set up a, a sweet store for the purpose of this session. I didn't want to demonstrate a customer demo yet. And I set up a sweet store using Wix, Wix stores. And uh, there's lots of uh, sweets here, okay? So personally, I'm not a macaroons fan, but as you can imagine, I'm a marshmallow fan, hence Marshmallows are out of stock here and using the application I can manage your products I can add more products as required. I can see what orders have came in But one of the places what we try to do we try to do an application that is personal that is Entertaining fun and engaging that makes you as a business owner empower and engage with your business so first of all realizing that we sometimes need to help our customers be successful. In the uh, application feed, we put a marketing tip telling them, you know, email marketing on the go, you can use the application to now send out a shout-out to your customers. It's always good. Another uh, good education tip is to remind customers that they can and should freshen up their website so... You can upload photos from your mobile device because many of us, as you know, use mobile devices to take pictures so we can upload new images from here. But, of course, it's all about the business, right? So let's see what's going on. I can see here a card which shows that my Marshmallow and Smarties, surprise, surprise, are out of stock. I can view details here. And I can update the information. I see there's a new order coming in from Carrie who just recently ordered many lollipops the order has been unpaid but she actually called me up with all of the payment details so I can mark this up as paid but actually a new card has just got it, just arrived you've got a visitor now you know you came to Wix because you heard about all of this great functionality and you set up a website and a business with Wix and everything works great except as you know with all stores with all businesses you have these people that sometimes go in the business from one door and go out the business from the other door without you getting a chance to grab them. And with websites, this is even worse. Because many times, people will go to your website, will like what they see, but for some reason, leave you. So we've just started working on something in this context we call Wix Visitors, which is an anonymous chat. Any website with Wix will have an an anonymous chat component integrated, where we know nothing about the user at this stage, but as a business owner, we can communicate with them. And as soon as they enter my site, I get this indication of a new visitor. So let's see what's going on with this visitor. So I see they're exploring the cupcake, right? And they're exploring, exploring lollipops. It seems they're not, finding on, they're not finding what they're looking for. So let's, let's type out a question asking, how can I help? Again, at this stage, it's anonymous. I know nothing. Did I type it? Oops, sorry. And it's a good demo. Any good demo has some glitch. And i still exploring the cupcakes. And... We'll give it one more shot. And this is the phase where I will tell you what's going on, but I won't show it anymore. Basically, this gives the opportunity to the person visiting my site to tell me what it is they're looking for. And, for example, they were probably, knowing my store, looking for marshmallows. You know what happened to the marshmallows. And it's good news. While marshmallows are out of stock, I will be getting a new supply tomorrow. So I could tell this person, whoever they may be, that marshmallows will be coming in together. Why don't you send me a contact form, contact request from my website. The contact request would appear here. And, actually, I can hit them with uh, another message going back from our Engage platform and telling for example, Carrie that already placed an order, I could give her the information about the marshmallows she was looking for and get her a chance to close the loop. So it starts from a user that is anonymous, I know nothing about, I can chat with them, I can see what it, I can get the feeling that they're slightly lost on the website. And once they're lost, I can help them out and help them complete the business and I will not, I'll get this opportunity to grab them using this platform. If We can switch back. And okay so I'd like to go back to Avishai's slide where he shared with you this number-based representation of the Wix business now let's recap the amazing and exciting things we've done and are doing we have multiple products by multiple teams all synchronized into the Wix vision by now you should be able to quote this with me this is what allows our users to use the Wix platform in such an extensive way now it's been an exciting year for us with many many product releases and actually as you're getting the drift here the years to come, clearly this year, is even more exciting. There's so much more coming on. We've, in the past year, delivered Wix stores, Wix bookings, Wix hotels, Wix music, Wix photographers. and These are just the verticals I'm talking about. We've released two new, three new versions of our editor. We've released, we're working on releasing ADI, and there's more and more and more things going on if you go to the first slide. Again, as VP product, this is such a super exciting opportunity to be at Wix and to be with Wix. So I'd like to emphasize, though, it's not just about products, right? I'm here on the role of product, and I'm talking about product, and we're a product company. But it's not just about products and features we've shared with you. It's about helping our customers being successful with the products we do. And though I talked about the products we've been doing and the products we are doing, you should realize that at this very moment, there are over 200 new features and functionalities that are in development right now. Now, we mentioned that in some cases we tailor a solution for a market. Well, one of the most important such markets and most important such solutions solutions of the kind is the Wix e-commerce solution. We'd like to take you into a deeper dive of Wix stores. And for that, I'd like to invite David Schwartz, who leads Wix stores. David has been with Wix for over six years, and he's one of our most senior product leaders. When we wanted to take Wix, e-commerce to the next level, we ask David to lead this very important effort. David, please.
10: Good afternoon, everybody. Thanks for coming. Uh, As Ruben promised, I'm going to talk a little bit about Wix stores. So, uh, what I want to talk about today is basically three things. One, I'm going to share with you The amazing success of Wix stores. We are today, when you talk about number of paying subscriptions, the largest do-it-yourself e-commerce platform in the world head-to-head with Shopify. Larger than anybody else. And we consider it a huge achievement. Moreover, this success is not limited to North America. We are truly global. More than 50% of these subscriptions are from the rest of the world. Asia, Europe, etc. And I'm going to talk a little bit on how we do that. And I'm going to share with you our e-commerce strategy, which is based on the concept that anyone can sell. So, let's see what we've done since our IPO. As you can see, in the IPO, September 2013, we had 77,000 paying subscriptions. Since then to today, 3.7x, and we reached today 282 paying subscriptions which means we are the largest DIY e-commerce platform in the world head to head with Shopify larger than anybody else it, con- it cr- means that 19% of Wix collections came in 2015 from e-commerce which also we considered a huge achievement as I said before this success is not limited to North America it's global now it's not trivial to do a company that makes your online business and make website building global. But it's even harder when it comes to uh, e-commerce. Why? Because you don't only have to localize the back backend. We, we do it with 16 languages. And you don't only offer them to localize the storefront. You also have to handle things like payment gateways, which are a huge challenge when it comes to different territories. You also have to provide support to merchants in all these languages. And we do all these things And that is the reason why we are winning globally. So, why are we winning? So, our first power is that we are a part of Wix. We are harnessing Wix expertise and power, and it helps us to be better than the competition. How come? Let's start with Wix brand. Ladies and gentlemen, an online store is, first of all, a website. And Wix is today the strongest brand In the world, when it comes to build your website by yourself, this means that our marketing department can get us customer easier and in less cost and more effective ways than the competition. We use Wix expertise. We have the know-how of making complex things easy. We have the know-how of making things look stunning. You've seen the ADI. You've seen all our technology. Ruben talked about our operating system. We use all this to create a better e-commerce experience for our users. And of course, our technology, the Wix SDK, Wix Cashier, all this allow us to develop features in a quicker and a more efficient way than the competition. Why are we winning? We are winning because we have a product that allows anyone to sell. You don't have to be a designer, you don't have to be a software engineer, and you don't have to be an e-commerce expert. You can come to Wix. Our platform will take you hand by hand and allow you to become a successful merchant, build a stunning store, and do it all easy. Let's start for a moment with the stunning. I want to show you how our users are building stunning stores. So, why is stunning that important when it comes to e commerce? What's the importance of having a beautiful online store? Well, there is a trust crisis between uh, the buyer and the merchant in small businesses. When I go to Amazon, I know that what I buy will land at my doorstep. I'm addicted to Amazon. But when I go to a small merchant, there is a trust crisis. How will I know that I can trust them? Well, what we found out in Wix, that the best way to overcome this is a store that looks professional, a store that looks stunning. So what we did, we looked at the 100 most professional uh, e-commerce websites in the world, one that looks amazing, we take age variety. We look at small websites, big websites, boutique sites from different geographies. And we build a platform that basically allows our customers by themselves to build such online stores. Let me share with you two of these stores. Sawako, so if you can shift to her website, please. Let's see if my mouse works here. Hmm. That's a website that was built by a user using the Wix editor. Look how stunning it is. Look how confident I feel when I come to shop in this website. Truly amazing. DIY e-commerce. Of course, it also works on mobile. Let me share with you how it looks. This is a website that was created by three guys in Brazil. They sell stuff to designers. Again, they did it by themselves. Look how stunning it looks. Look what a feeling of confidence I have when I shop in this website. Looks like a pro, looks like something that was created by the best designers in the world.
1: Mm-hmm.
10: And the result, of course, the buyer comes and feels confident to shop. I talked about stunning. Let's talk a little bit about easy. Wix DNA is to make building websites and managing your business easy. This is super important when it comes to e-commerce because creating an online store is not an easy thing by definition. It's not easy to create a stunning store. It's not easy to make it mobile. It's not easy to build a catalog. It's not easy to set shipping and tax. It's not easy to set payments. And it's not easy to manage it, to manage the orders, the inventory. And it's definitely not easy to do the marketing. I'm going to show you a demo in a minute of how you work in the... Uh, in the Wix store manager, and you do all these things in an easy manner. But before I go to this demo, I want to recap a little bit of what you've seen with the ADI. The ADI for merchants is a true game changer. Why? Because I come and my online store is created for me. And then I can dedicate my time and my effort to do all these things. Build the catalog, set the shipping and tax, etc. But easy is just the first step. I want to talk to you a little bit about making our merchants effective. Imagine you are not an expert on e-commerce. You're not an expert on marketing. Imagine that you had a super cool, super efficient VP e-commerce and VP marketing at your side, helping you do the right things, taking you by the hand, teaching you the do's and the don'ts. Rickstor's platform is doing just like that. It takes you by the hand and allows you to do things in an easy and effective manner. I'm going to show you a demo of something we created with Facebook. So this is the Wix Store Manager. By the way, I'm showing a demo, but this product is already alive, and some of Wix users are already using it. So let's say I want to do marketing today. I want to market my sleeveless shirt. Would you run to the next slide for me? The mouse is not working. Oops. Ah, it does. Thank you. So I choose the sleeveless shirt... And let's see what I can do today. First of all, as you were told before, Wix has a product called Shoutout. We are the only company in the world that offers integrated email marketing. It's ours. And because it's integrated, it's that much easier because I can start sending shoutouts. And my products are already there. The email marketing system knows what product I'm marketing. I can do my coupons today. But what I want to show you in details is what we've done with Facebook. Let's say I want to run a Facebook campaign today. Now, I don't know if any of you ever did a campaign online if you're not a marketeer it's not an easy thing let me share with you how we made it easy for our merchants whoops why did I zoom can you zoom out for me please thank you so I simply clicked promote with Facebook and they're asking for my confirmation I click promote with Facebook would you run next slide for me thank you and basically that's it my campaign is done I'll go to Excuse me for a second. If I'll go to Facebook, my campaign is already there. I didn't need to do anything. The algorithms we created with Facebook took the information from my store and optimized my campaign for me. The buyer can just come click shop now, they will be sent to the Wix website and can do the shopping. Now, if I want to see if this campaign is effective, I simply go to view campaign insights and I can see my campaign. I can see if it was just launched. I spent $55 on it, and so far, zero views, zero visits, but it will change. We get very positive results from this thing so far. Now, this is but a single feature that I'm showing you. We have tons of features that are already released and tons of features that are coming out that I would love to share with you, but Joe will kill me if I'll talk about them right now. I thank you very much for your attention. This is Week Stores. I want to thank my team for building this amazing thing. Thank you very much.
0: alright we'll, uh, we'll take uh, a few questions now, and then we're going to go ahead and take a break. So please, again, if you could uh, make sure that you grab a microphone, um, that would be great.
4: Please. Hi, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, I was just wondering, so the, the e-commerce solution, how much does it cost, and how long does it take to build a website if I'm DIY?
10: Okay. So, first of all, the time that takes to build an online store. Uh, today takes with the editor a couple of days. But with the new ADI system, it actually takes minutes. It's amazing. Now, of course, after the website is created, there are still actions I need to do, and the store manager allows me to do them also easily and relatively fast. So that was your first question. Would you repeat the second one, please? The other other question is, how much does it cost? How much does it cost? We have different packages with different uh, pricing, but all in all, it costs around $250 a year. And the amazing thing about it is that it's the same for every size of merchant. We do not charge our half a million a year merchants more than we charge someone that just began and doesn't sell anything. Anyone can sell. That's the motive. That's the strategy.
0: And if I sneak one more in on the payment side, is that integrated payments or, is, or does, the, does the merchant need to go out and get their own merchant acquire agreement and apply for credit and all that?
10: Well, it's totally integrated. They go through the Wix stores, and we take them by hand-to-hand on the onboarding on the payment gateway. They can choose a payment gateway. We're actually offering them the one that we think that fits them best, especially based on their geo, because because this is a global product, it's like Pegsagru if you're a Brazilian, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Uh, thank you very much. Um,
10: thank you. Another question?
0: Uh, Pete? Uh,
5: I... A couple questions. One was um, just back to the ADI product. If someone has an existing website um, with a lot of content on it—images, blogs, stuff like that—one of the one of the things when we've talked talked to customers, there's pushback about getting that content uh, onto a new website, and that's why they don't want to change. How difficult is that with ADI? Abisha, sure, do you want to take this? Yeah. yeah just sorry about you. that. <laughs> sorry. I, I was saying, how difficult is it with ADI to take content from an existing oh website, God. blogs, pictures, a menu, things like that, and then create a new website. Um, oh, when we, you talk not, about we actually just
2: show how it's done, right? Yeah. So in the demo, you actually showed we can grab from everywhere. The only problem is legal. <coughs> not for us. Let's say that you have that you're gonna try and grab content of somebody else's website that's of course and once you have the right to use it it's illegal but if you had the old website and you own the content then that should be fairly simple same thing for content that you uploaded to the social networks and, and and that's part of the charm, right that we can identify that and load that and, and really build websites on on, on on the fly if you think about it right there are 50% of the businesses, small businesses today, uh, don't have a website. Uh, if you look at smaller businesses, right, which are also our clients, this statistic is probably 80% don't have a website. But even if the 50% that do have a website, probably 90% of them need to upgrade it. With the ADI system, they can do it with a click. And if it's not just it's a website built with Wix, it's any website that exists.
5: And then uh, just two other questions on uh, I guess the bookings product. do you book in do you link into third-party platforms, so you use the Wix hotels example? Um, I think you guys did something with TripAdvisor, maybe, but Expedia Priceline things like that. Hotels. Yes, uh, it so do.
10: Well, the answer is yes. Uh, there is integration with third parties when it comes to Wix Hotels, such as TripAdvisor, etc., just like you said, also with Bookings. Yes. So you've integrated, so those
5: that uh, those rooms list on Booking.com?
10: You can do that with
5: the platform. And yes. you guys don't currently take a... No, no, we actually have to do But will you take a percentage of, of the transactions if you facilitate no, that? No, we platform. won't.
10: We won't. That's part of Wix strategy. Just like we don't take percentage of the transactions on e-commerce, just like we don't take percentage of the transactions done in Booking. Do uh, you think course, we can make more money in higher margin in selling those packages, actually?
7: Of course, your deal with booking is, is a different discussion. I mean, you, you will have to pay booking or TripAdvisor, but we will not take an extra cut for that. Okay? Let's yeah.
0: take uh, one more question, please. Uh, Aaron, right up front. Yeah. Can you? Here, David. David? Sorry. Thanks. Thanks.
4: No. Okay. Just two quick questions. First, on the e-commerce side, can you just talk about the scalability of the platform against one of the critiques in the past have just been made. It's not as scalable as some of the other uh, platforms off the shelf or other SaaS platforms. And just from a mobile perspective, how automated at this point are kind of all of the, from the Wix editor perspective, if you want to create a mobile site and the uh, desktop site, how much work is needed at this point to really uh, create one site for both? Uh, is that pretty much all automated currently? And yeah, has ADI changed that?
7: So I'll start, I'll take with the mobile, you take with the course. So, in the context of creating sites for mobile devices, so we start first of all, whether you start from ADI or you start from our templates, at that stage, they're 100% amazing and functional and smooth and streamlined on mobile. Now, as you start adding your own content, whether it's you're coming from the ADI side so you're fully safe as soon as you move into the editor, you may want to tweak some things because typically when you start building, while well, we, we build the templates and or do the AI, then we'll do the... We know what's the right thing for you. Of course, when you start adding your own content, you may want to do certain adaptations for it to, do on, to work best on the mobile and to reflect what you want as most important on the mobile. Still, usually, most of your work will be on your desktop and will automatically be smoothly transformed to mobile. And then you'll do the fine tweaking as required. It'll simply work. Scalability of the stores, the
10: Scalability of stores. Well, of course, when it comes to a website, like any other website, the scalability is done to the operating system. You don't have to worry about this at all. It's done automatically on the backside. Uh, As for uh, managing your orders, managing uh, your shipment, we have made it extremely easy for you to do that. I I don't like to brag about my products, but, but literally, go to the store manager and experience it. It's amazingly easy. Great. Um, Well, thanks. We'll go ahead and uh, take about a 15
0: minute break right now and then uh, reconvene for the second half. If everyone could, uh, if everyone could please start to make your way back to your seats. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get started here in another uh, two, three minutes. That was effective. Hey, want you? Um Uh, Again, if everyone could uh, start to make their way back, we'd like to go ahead and get the second half of the program uh, started up.
11: Okay, if uh, everyone else who's still standing can uh, come back you would like to continue. Um, uh, We'd like to kick off the second part of today um, with talking a little bit more about uh, Wix's marketing and uh, Wix's branding uh, strategy. And for that, I would like to uh, invite to the stage uh, Omer Shai, our CMO. Uh, Omer has been with us basically from the beginning, um, and he can uh, share a lot about uh, how we think about branding uh, and marketing at Wix. Omer.
9: Thank you very much. Thank you, Nir. Thank you very much for all of you for coming. I hope you will enjoy uh, what I have to show you. you. Um, I met you a, a year and a half ago, and uh, we spoke a lot about performance marketing, and I think that a lot of you understand that we're doing a pretty good job bringing users, convert them, uh, analyze that, TROI, optimize, and more. Today, my presentation is going to be focused more about how we're thinking about branding, because when we are thinking in our department about what our goal in terms of brand, we say that uh, our goal is easily to be one of the top 100 brands in the world. And I would like to share with you about the philosophy, how we are running the department, and some data by the end of the presentation. So in the last year, we did over 50 branding activity, Over 280 million offline people interact with us during those activities. And over 480 million saw our activity online. <coughs> this is just... A map, and think of that. We are only 140 employees at the department, uh, so think. But the team is doing really, really good job in terms of execution and a lot, a lot of activities. And you know, I'm sure that you also uh, the Super Bowl uh, campaign that we did. Um, the first one we did was see Super Bowl for actually. What about Canada? Nope. Just to remind. Brian or that,
1: Nope. What am I going to do? Do what
12: everybody else does. Start a business. Build yourself a website.
8: Welcome to T.O.'s Humble Pie.
1: and carve it's charcuterie.
12: you did that yourself
1: don't look so surprised yeah
2: wix.com it's that easy
11: i'm gonna get something real quick no rush
9: larry ellen dallas Cowboy. um so the, so, the reason I, I it's just, you know, to all of us to, to, to be in, in, the same, in the same stage. So, uh, I think two days after this spot, uh, we got an email to BizDev from small company, that, and name is the DreamWorks. And it was like a cold email to, to BizDev. And we got tons of tons of emails uh, after the Super Bowl, so uh, we didn't reply. Uh, so a couple of days after that, they send the email again. Why you are not replying to my email? Okay, we would like to work with you. And uh, then we answer them finally, because you know they are smaller than us in terms of what they did until you now. And um, we, we start the conversation. And actually, I think it was the day before the previous analyst day. Um, I met them, and actually, like I think after. 20 minutes of, of, of discussion. We already knew that we are going to work together. And uh, we knew that uh, we have a great story to tell. And the beauty about it, is that they mentioned that uh, Henry Katzenberg, the CEO of DreamWorks, see, saw what we did in Super Bowl 2015, and he told the team, I would like to work with those guys. Uh, so this is the story of how the relationship began. Um, this is why DreamWorks, you know. So first, brand fits really well. Technology, uh, numbers, rate are Our great brand. They did a lot, a lot of really amazing story, and we really like Kung Fu Panda. What the message was, the awesomeness of Kung Fu Panda. Um, something is really important for us. We are a global company. So the beauty about this creative, and I will show you an example further that uh, we didn't do a campaign only for the U.S. market. Although I'm a huge football fan, there are a lot of people that are not such a fan in South America, in Europe. Um, so, we thought that Kung Fu Panda can take the message of weeks globally, and we can create all, all, worldwide worldwide content. In terms of messaging, um, and, you know, I think that uh, Daddy and Ruven did a great job to explain you the amazing growth that we did in terms of product. So in 2015, we went with the message, that easy. And we did a lot of research after, after the survey, we saw that we hammered this message really well. Everyone knew that with Wix, you can create simple, simply create beautiful websites. But, during 2015, something else happened. The product. Was much much better, right? And we felt so comfortable to go back to what we used to have in 2012. So we went back to the stunning. So we moved from it that easy to start stunning. But all the messages that we had, we kept the simple. And this is the really difficult things to do because think of that: if you have a line of messaging, so in, sorry, in one place is the simple. And the other one is stunning. And we wanted to combine between. This is the reason that we also thought that Remo can help us a lot. This is about the tactics that we use. We learned from, from the success and what didn't work so, so, didn't work so well during the previous campaign. So this time, we were much more focused about video content. So we had just six video, And it was promoted through the Wix.com and ReWorks channel. Um, and the message again was the easiest way to create a stunning website. And I promise you this is, I'm not sure how many of you work ever in marketing department. Anyone? Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> Trust me, it's tough, okay? To combine between both. So this is the first either. That we had. Here you second. go,
8: Piggy. And Dad! Every village around is gonna know about our noodles. Oh, be careful! <laughs> I got this! Ah! Oh no, no, no. what you need is a stunning website from no, Wix. ah. go Wix.com.
12: Ah. Go to Wix.com. Create your stunning website today. See Kung Fu Panda 3 in Theaters
9: January 29th. This is the partnership, but you saw it's really simple. I think I saw a lot of your face smile. You saw the product. You understood what is uh, what we are doing. And again, something that a lot of time what we believe is to keep the message simple. I'm calling it the KISS method logic. Keep it simple stupid so that everyone can understand what we are saying. Now we will see the...
8: How can spot. we get more customers to come to Ping's Noodles? <gasps> we need a big commercial!
6: Pings oh,
12: yeah. dolls. Hello, ladies. Look at your panda. Now look at me. I'm on a tiger.
3: <laughs> oh,
8: a commercial is great, but it all starts with a stunning website from Wix.com.
12: Whoa, you use the power of Wix.
8: Wix makes stunning easy. Go
12: to Wix.com. Create your stunning website today. See Kung Fu Panda 3 only in theaters.
9: Okay, so again, I get <laughs> it thank you and he's not working with us so thank you <laughs> and I didn't pay him this time <laughs> um, so the same things happen actually Do you remember what I told you about uh, the, the email that we got from DreamWorks so I think Carrie, where's Kerry you were sitting hi Carrie. Um, so you asked before if we are going to have uh, um, a marketing campaign I think for the for the ADI right So, yes, we're working on it. I think we have something really, really cool coming. And um, actually, I got an email from Star Trek. Uh, We are not going to do Star Trek. But um, Star Trek are going to launch uh, a movie, I think it's uh, July 22nd, something like that. And they wanted to to work with us. Uh, But unfortunately, it didn't work between uh, us and J.J. Abrams in terms of the way that we are... Um, thinking about creative, we didn't. We, we wanted to do some creative element that he didn't want to do with us. So again, if JJ Amber says that well, we are doing good job. So it's I think great compliment to to our our department. And um, again, I, I would like to share with you a bit how uh, we are thinking about uh, about activities and brand activity and brand campaign because I think this is uh, a bit unique. Um, so we have the online activity that I'm sure, again, you all know. It's search, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, to date, even more, yeah, there is some activity on Twitter, Snapchat that you can do and more display. There are the offline. have the PR. And in, to add on that, we have the privilege of 86 million users. So a lot of the brand activity that we are doing, we are using um, our customers to promote our messaging and, of course, to bring in new users. This is something unique. Let's keep it in mind because, for example, at the Super Bowl campaign that we did, we use it. Also, in the next campaign that I will show you, so you, you will see how we almost implement in every campaign this methodologic that we are doing. Okay. So uh, a bit data about how the Super Bowl campaign uh, uh, was and the result. You saw in the quarter one result that we, uh, we did pretty well in terms of the amount of users that we brought and uh, our results in general. Uh, the, to- the total campaign had half a billion impressions, uh, 250 of them online and 250 of them on the TV. Um Again, some promotions that we did with our user and more. But this is the result. And I have to say that I think those results are amazing. Um, again, remember I told you all the activities that we are doing. So here is all the team and all the activities that we did during the Super Bowl. But I think that the thing that's much more impressive is this chart. And those are all the things that we did during the super bowl period that are not part of super bowl because again we are a global company but we are doing everything from israel so although there are a lot of people who are focusing on the super bowl we are launching product and we have campaigns that we would like to do in brazil for example on france and more and more and more and to break record of acquisition and more so when I you know, spoke with my team after the Super Bowl, I said, I'm so impressed because we did such an amazing result okay, and got this, for example, from Advertising Age about the uh, amount of views that we got to our campaign. I think that the second one, I think, was uh, Hyundai. And I think their marketing budget... I, uh, when I searched for their marketing budget, I found some records that in Four years ago in Europe, the marketing campaign, the marketing budget was $830 million, only in Europe. Yeah, let's say that, I think that our marketing budget in the US might be $4 billion or something like that. And we were number one, they're number two, so it's pretty good, right? And uh, although we did so well, we did so many other activities, this is so the strength for our department. And this is the second thing that we would like to say. But first, let's see what we did a day after the Super Bowl. So as you know, we are in Israel, seven hours different. We have a war room for the marketing, for the tech, and party downstairs. All the guys that are not working party, then we are watching them. Uh, but uh, when the game is over, uh, we would like to move to performance marketing as well, right? To use the talent that we have. So Hello, this my is country friends. friends.
12: Are you ready, ready me to blow, blow your
3: downtime. minds? <laughs> look at your website. Now look at
8: mine.
12: That's yours. Yeah! Let's be honest. Your website is older than leftover noodles, and it's
8: starting to stink. You need Wix.com. Whether you're a photographer, a rockin' and issue, a restaurant owner, or a dragon warrior, with Wix, you
12: can create a website that leaps
8: right off the screen.
12: Go to Wix.com. Create your stunning website today. See Kung Fu Panda 3 only in theaters.
9: And now we'll move to another layer of what we had, and this is the international one.
8: 안녕 쿵푸 친구 여러분, 내가 진짜 굉장한 걸 하나 보여줄까? 이건 네 홈페이지야, 이건 내 거. 다시 내 거. 짜! 말해서 네 홈페이지는 불어터진 국수 같아, 좀 구리지. 밀스 닭똥 좀 봐봐. Professional photographer, musician, 뮤지션도 restaurant 레스토랑 주인이나 전설의 용의 전사도 누구나 you 홈페이지를 a 수 있어. on WIPPS?
9: I'm I myself every time I do the and I'm doing like this. I don't know why, but that's what happened. So... Oh, done, sorry. Um, so again, as you can see, we use the talent, uh, we use the the creative, uh, all the things here that you see created uh, by DreamWorks for us. Uh, we did we did a lot of adjustment, but this is a privilege to work with such a talented team like DreamWorks to create commercial like that. I think that eight years ago, when I just bought my first uh, placement the campaign to Wix, I would tell you that we will do something like that. I would say that you are crazy. So. Um, let's move to the marketing ch- uh, culture. So we have 140 employees. Um, they came from 18 different uh, countries. Uh, this is part of the beauty about running it in Israel. So we have the melting pots, so people are coming from all the world. They so can speak all the language, understand the country that they came from. This is the amount of content that we are creating. And I, will th- I would like to say, tell you about this campaign. Um, that came up after the first Super Bowl, so a lot of time, after a huge campaign, you are afraid of you know that the team will be relaxed, as you can see i 'm really relaxed, right uh, so So I was really afraid that after the huge success of the first Super Bowl, everyone will lay back. It will be difficult to bring them back to track. So we created the twenty nine thousand dollar campaign where every one of of the marketing department were connected and created a group of people that eventually were supposed to present an idea by themselves that they can execute at $29,000 and to bring it to be air. And it was amazing. It's like hackathon, but just for marketing ideas. And one of the... uh, Actually, it's not one. The big winner of this year was... I don't know how many of you here understand uh, German? 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 No one? Okay. Ah! Hi! Okay. So Wix, I'm sorry about my uh, uh, language right now, forgive me, And German is uh, Wenker. Okay? Yes? Wenker? And uh, from the first <coughs> article, and, and TechCrunch in 2008 or seven. if you will go go back to the comments, you will say, are oh, you crazy guy? You don't know, but you can't lo- you will never be anything in Germany, because your name is Wankers. Okay. <clears throat> so, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a huge market, 100, 110 million people, but still other, for other places, it's great. So, the team decides to challenge this call that is a not a good idea to have wicks in Germany. Jeden
12: Tag wichsen Millionen Menschen.
7: Wichsen hat mein Leben
8: verändert. If meine Freundin eingeschlafen ist, dann wichse ich.
3: Ich liebe es
4: zu wichsen.
8: Meine Frau hat
12: mich vom Wichsen überzeugt.
6: Ich wichse nach dem Training.
11: Um ehrlich zu sein, wir wichsen meistens gemeinsam. Wichsen
12: ist die Zukunft.
1: Mach dir selbst. Sein Wichser. Wix.com erstelle <laughs> deine eigene Website. Twenty
9: nine thousand Dollar and that campaign was managed by uh, the person who uh, lead the team of the SEO. Okay, that is the, the project. just to show you the the creativity that uh, that we have in our department. This is the response that uh, that we got for example new brand name no rather than shooting a Wix video. The result is funny. Lots of Great PR that we got from our campaign. It is also not only that we got PR. Since then, this is the Google position that we have for the most important keyword in in Germany. So we we said before, if you remember my presentation, my my, the header of my presentation is brand response. So we can see that we are doing brand and thinking about response and combine between, so we didn't think about responding at all in this campaign, but eventually it ended up, because this is our nature, eventually it became up also as as a great performance campaign, and since then, it's pretty stable, as you can can see. The the last year, um, I think we had really uh, interesting um, activity in terms of launch uh, a, a new vertical, also, there are some verticals that uh, we're planning to, to launch pretty soon. I wanted to share with you two campaigns that we did to show you the strategy of brand activity, how we implemented it in our campaign. So this is, for example, the vertical launch of, of Wix Music. Uh, so the goal of, of, of our campaign was awareness and adoption to position ourselves as a place where musicians can come and show their creativity. And the way that we did it, is we actually put our user on stage. So, we bought advertising from them on YouTube as a pre-roll. I'm sure that all, you all know what this pre-roll means. And for one week, one week, our users from all over the world took the opening stage of the biggest YouTube musician, let's say Beyonce or something like that. Our user Okay? We'll do the opening act to, to Beyonce. And our users gathered more than 100 million impressions on this time. It was a great, great campaign. This is some recap of what we did. For one week,
12: Wix Music users took over YouTube, opening for music's biggest hits. Nearly 3,000 Wix Music users submitted their music videos.
3: Life,
8: man, bitches, you yourself in
12: the during opening act, those videos were viewed over a hundred million times which music gives you everything you need for your music online
9: uh, you know every time I see that it it it's it, and um Mark uh, said something when he started the presentation about uh, the way that we are thinking about product just i i agree with you mark there is another layer that i would like to to add i think we're thinking about our users as well at the same time so product and users we combine them all the time i think this is for example this is the coverage that we got to the launch again this is the music player installed during the campaign see it's a nice jump don't you think uh, that we got position ourselves as the place for musicians to come and to play. Another activity is South by Southwest. South by Southwest, everyone is thinking about it as the biggest music musician event. It's offline activity. For us, it wasn't enough. If it was just offline activity, we wouldn't come. But we decided to, did, to do it this time. And what we did, we combined with activity with our users. Um, I'd like to share something.
3: Wix
12: Music went to South by Southwest 2016, and we brought our users with us. Ellie a hip hop group from Brazil, and a Wix Music user won the full package.
8: Let's go! Stop the music! You are the chosen one. Two
12: flights. Full accommodation A one-on-one workshop with Brandy Jackson All right, let's some music I love it, I love it, I love it And a live showcase on the Wix
8: stage
12: Wix Music Your music, your website, your way
9: You know, for me, this is is the thing that I love the most in in, in my job. Okay, we took someone from Brazil, we flew all over the place to South by, and think about that. South by, it's mostly offline event in the US. So we did social campaign with our users around it online, and we took it from to Brazil or to other places in the world, flew someone, there is no way to do it in his life. This is like a game. It's a one-in-a-lifetime activity for him. This is something I love the most. This is the coverage that we got. Another big activity that we announced uh, uh, at the beginning of the year, uh, we are doing uh, sponsorship with the uh, Manchester, C- Manchester organization, actually. It's not only Manchester City. It's a group of five teams today. The, uh, Manchester, New York, Melbourne, uh, one I think um, Tokyo, and another one that I forgot. Uh, sorry. Um the reason to do football, soccer, uh, sponsorship, um, sport in general, this is the most engaged interaction between fans and, and, and brand. We thought that soccer is, is the most relevant for us for now, but we will do soon a lot of other activity also in the state. Uh, it's the biggest popular sport. Premier League is there most, you know, view ever in terms of the amount of people who are interacting viewing the content. Manchester City, we felt that we are sharing the same philosophy of we'd like to build something, win. Uh, we have hashtag winning team. We are using it a lot. They're using it as well. <coughs> this is the launch video that we did and we show you again how different are we from all the others. If you ever saw uh, when companies announced uh, Sponsorship—it's like news conference, really boring. We decided to do this.
8: It's a stunning event here, where city's finest are taken on website creation with wit. So let's go. Zamalek kicks off. He's got a world-class background. His position, is just for He's looking to get up high, he's shooting up there, That's unbelievable energy. just unbelievable, is it me, or did it seem pretty easy that one, I can't believe it, look, it's a swap, it's a swap, now we're in for a treat as a Brazilian playmaker comes on as a sub. he's shown some brilliant control here, he's hit the bar, the text bar, completely recovered from that keyboard injury last season, he's taken the video, and he's dragged it and placed it perfectly, Stop corner, boom! What a scorcher! He passes the mouse to Otamendi. This is beautiful football, it's his best. His first touch is both and he has the strip easily. He's got all the flexibility he needs with that one. What a move. He's showing real quality there. The boy really can play in any position. Sterling waiting at the corner to get the mouse. That's an is-perfect pass.
3: Oh, yes, he's got the
8: title. He's edited one title and he takes on the second. This is brilliant. It's just one click after another, and now he's going for the Publish to put this live on the web. He's going for it, and he gone. He clicks Publish, that's a wonderful running, stunning finish. No wonder they're singing his domain name. It just shows how easy it is with Wix. That was a stunning performance. Beautiful job, beautiful site. job done.
12: Go to Wix.com. Create your stunning website today.
9: I think that next time we need to take them to show the product. They're doing it pretty well. Yeah, uh, so, again, we are product company. So, see, we are taking soccer players, and, you know, instead of all the other stuff, they are just building a website on weeks for their fans. And eventually this website is live and gathering a lot of information about fans. Uh, this is other activity. That the second activity that we did, this is Sergio Aguero. I'm not sure how many of you are familiar with him was he is a uh, huge name in South America, really huge one, uh, playing for Manchester City for five years, one of the legends of, of the Argentinian national team, and we did campaign about competition about areas some inside, and this is the place where you can see fans, and this is the summary of activity. <coughs>
3: One of my mum's friends told my mum that it was a competition to meet Sergio and I did his celebration. She's doing it with a cross and it's a fire! I took my shirt off, I'm not going to do it now. It's a for Sissy, win the title! And she, she videoed me and sent it to Wick. It just went totally bonkers. This is the special! i to say in Spanish. Contigo la pelota. Contigo. Just met Sergio! Oh, Sergio's just giving me a sign for Estela Wego. I've been waiting for ages to meet you. Yeah, it was
9: the really best thing. Sergio! Yeah, it's great. Uh, so, as you can see, we're creating content and content and content, tons of content globally, and people, content that people are really, really would like, would like to see. This is the coverage that we got. Um, so, as you all know, when we went public and we'll keep in announce the revenue collection during earning calls, we keep talking about the seventh and nine months of uh, TROI. And um, I have to say that, as you, as you know, branding, it's a long time. It's, it's really long time effort. And usually, the result of branding is taking a lot, a lot of time. And uh, again, this is the make that we're doing. I think we covered it enough. But this is the interesting. So, we are doing all the mixes that we are saying, okay, in 15 languages and all around the world, according to the TROI that you're familiar with, according to where is the next place that we would like to spend money. I'm calling it invest money, not spend money, to bring the the company to the next level. And, you know, although um, branding is really a a long-time effort, I got a nice email from, from Google uh, by the end of uh, uh, um, the, the first quarter, and that was the email. Okay. So, although it's something for long run, okay, and we invest in a lot, a lot of content, something amazing happened we kept the seven to nine month TROI and at the same time we are the top growing brand in our industry in the US and globally and this is something that we are really proud of, because we are not only in the US the fastest growing also globally and this is the chart that can show you that year over year we did a growth of 37%. Another really interesting and nice anecdote that I got from Google, that during February, the search term of Wix were higher than the general terms of website builder. And this is something that I'm really, really proud of our team, the success of our team. So this is the last slide of my presentation. I'm free for Q&A.
0: So as you you think about the different channels that you've used to, to build the brand, you know, both online and video and satellite radio, et cetera, how has the impact changed as your brand has grown? So in other words, is one channel starting to uh, I guess score better in terms of the, the return that, that you're getting as your
9: brand has grown? I think the beauty about brand is that eventually everything is going together. Okay? So uh, let's say in search, it, it's not impact a lot because the impact of brand on search is not so high. <coughs> but on other elements, you can see improve it on almost any, any element. And you need to remember, it's not only the brand that improves, it's also the product that improves. And the opposite that improve at the same time. So it helps us to do a lot, a lot, a lot of more activity. And it's good thing because it's like a, a feeling that everything that currently you are doing is in a successful mode. So it's great. It's like a wave of success. So it's almost everything that we are doing currently doing pretty good.
4: Mitch?
1: So it's been 15 months since you were here?
4: Yeah.
9: Has your LTV improved? what is LTV a uh, lifetime value what is LTV uh, Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about LTV I care about I'm sorry uh, Joe can I say I don't care about uh, LTV I, think, I, think I care only late. about <laughs> I think it's too late <laughs> <laughs> you're right I care about only one thing it's about TRY okay and, and <laughs> the TRY and especially because of as you know the marketing budgets Increase to keep the TROI in the same ratio to do all those stuff, this is amazing results. LTV, this is not KPI that we are working around it. Uh, I'm focusing only on one matrix TROI. And you know, another one is the marginal TROI. Marginal TROI, we said 7 to 9.
5: You know, is there any desire to move the TROI out 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 beyond seven to nine months to take in more since your conversion uh, rate is so high?
9: I think that that currently um, uh, we are feeling confidence uh, of and, and and comfortable with a seven to nine uh, if you will think that we would like to do more activity that in, in will will indicate increase to seven to nine. We will update, but for now, 7 to 9 this is something that I'm pretty comfortable with. I can do more stuff with 7 to 9. Yeah, last question, then we'll move on.
4: Just given the increase around brand, particularly in the last two years, is there a way to think about um, word of mouth and how much that has improved any metrics
9: you can share on that? So we are speaking about mix, and we can see improving on the improving of the brand. As, you, as I showed you, we, we had more searches to Wix than Website Builder. So it's really difficult to indicate what's caused that. This is the reason, so, for example, I know exactly how much I'm willing to pay for users who are searching in New York City, actually Manhattan, and for free website builder. But at the same time, and I know how to optimize exactly the amount of dollar or cents that I'm willing to pay. At the same time, there are the other way to look at it. This is the mix. And in the mix, there are some stuff that you're not sure what caused that. Is it because he saw TV? Is it because someone said so? So eventually, the way that I'm looking at it, every channel is by himself, and eventually to measure the mix in general. But, you know, the results are pretty good, so I'm sure it increased the word of mouth. Thank you very much.
4: Thanks. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thank you. Um,
11: <clears> Thank <throat> you. So, uh, so uh, for. Uh, all of you, uh, someone who doesn't know me, I'm, uh, I'm Nir, and I'm uh, president and, and COO. And in my section and uh, in the following section uh, by Lior, we will try and kind of tie up everything that you heard today into the impact on our business model as well as, as uh, financials. So I would like to, in my section, basically to go over a few things. I would like to uh, uh, explain how does... All that product innovation ties up to uh, conversion, conversion to, to of registered users to, uh, to premium. Um, and through that to also kind of uh, walk you down how do the cohorts behave uh, and why does that behavior is basically equal to the fact that we have negative churn and we'll touch on that. What is the value that those cohorts generate for us over time and basically uh, how do we think about kind of the simplified way that Avishai also mentioned, how every 100,000 subscriptions basically generate over the next six years from the generation $120 million of collections at 85% gross margin. So uh, let's start with kind of the basics, which is our funnel or, or kind of the, the journey that the user takes as, as he gets to, to Wix. We get a vast amount of traffic to our website, whether it's uh, about 50% of it is, is, is from those paid channels that, that Omar mentioned before. And another sort of 50% comes from, from basically uh, organic traffic. People who hear about us, friends telling friends. Obviously, that has improved over time with, uh, uh, with the uh, ongoing uh, build-up of our brand. A user will then come. He will register. He will start playing with the product. Some will uh, build the website immediately and then might o- also uh, uh, convert to premium. Some may take a long time, whether it's because they don't really need the website just now, whether they finish the website but they don't have a business or professional need for it. And also, over time, you'll see many of those people buying more, sub- more subscriptions, canceling some of them, buying others, and that's basically kind of the life cycle uh, uh, of the users. Now, we love conversion. It's Pretty much one of the most important things that we think about in terms of trying to understand the value of what we are doing when we are creating products. The first and foremost reason for why we love conversion is because it's a it's key indication for us as a product company to understand whether we were successful in helping our users do what it is that they achieved to, they were, were looking for and trying when they came to our, to our platform. And naturally, if somebody didn't manage to finish a website, they will never convert, right? The other reason for that, which is pretty obvious, is that it has a very positive impact on our, on our finance. It means that for the same kind of traffic that Omer, br- Omer brings, we can get more out of it, more premium subscriptions, more collections, and so on. Now, improving and optimizing conversion has, is basically, yes, it's, a, it's a very uh, vast task, which we do in many, many ways. Um, um, and, and you know it comes from localizing geography making sure that if I'm a Spanish user I can finish a Spanish website in my own language it's about trying to understand who the user is and giving the right content if I'm a photographer helping me by giving me the right content for a photographer and then the right inspiration for building a photographer website and then also the right capabilities so can I, I can actually finish my photography uh, website and get it online. And the only way to understand if you're, doing a very good, if you're doing a good job or not when you're developing new products is to just test all the time. On our website, at any given point of time, through all of our systems, there are more than 300 A-B tests being run daily. Three hundred. And we run them through every piece of our of our of our uh, of our uh, system. And the aim is always to try and make sure that first we didn't break anything, and obviously to improve. Now, some of these tests actually fail, and then we know that we've you know we haven't got to the right solution yet. Some of these tests have some small incremental improvement to them, and every now and then, and obviously we love those, we manage to create something which is a which is a big game changer and, and has a big impact. I think that one of the best examples for that is the new editor that we uh, released last fall. Uh, And and we kind of spoke to you guys on earnings about it. Uh, And I think the amazing thing was that we really did a very big change to our product when when we released the new editor. And one of the things that I would like to show you is one of the first tests we did kind of, uh, you can call it, in the lab. So this is a very relatively small traffic, control traffic, which we know, we know very well, but we wanted to see what's the, what's the general impact that this one can create. And we saw that when users are switching over to the new editor, it actually generates a huge jump in conversion. Again, later on when we went and opened it to all of the traffic, it had obviously a more uh, blended effect, and it was somewhere between the 50 to 20%, but it was the great indication for us that to know that we were doing the right thing for the summer, before we released it in the fall. And when we manage to do that conversion improvement, then it means now that, as I said before, we'll get more collections out of the same traffic, which then means that, as Omar said, we can reinvest a lot of that money back into marketing, into that ROI, and basically manage to grow faster all the time, which is what we were aiming to do. Now, I want to I talk a little bit about our cohorts and, and our view of the world. So, with 5.5 in the last quarter and, and basically more than 5 million new registered users that we are adding every quarter, we're in a position where, you know, if you look at individual user behavior, there are so many different ones because it's such a huge group. So the way we like to look at the world and try to understand our business is by analyzing how the group itself behaves statistically. Now, the good news for us is that we have now more than six years of very, very solid data, those 86 million registered users. And we have a very clear visibility to understand how do they behave over time. What will they do next, and what does that mean in terms of our ability to plan forward and understand and predict? So, you know, each quarter we, uh, we update this graph, which you've seen, I uh, think, many times in the past, showing our cohorts, our Q1 cohorts since 2010 and up to, up to 16. And how do they behave over time? How many, what was the size of the cohorts in, in terms of registered users? And then, how many uh, active live subscriptions are there in each, each in each court? Let's try and, and dig uh, dig a bit deeper and actually look at uh, at a specific cohort. So you see here, we chose Q1 of 12, and I think that the most remarkable thing here is that we had we brought in 2.6 million registered users back in in Q1 of 12, and of those, we had almost 34,000 active subscriptions almost immediately but the most remarkable part is that today four years later we have more active subscriptions from that same cohort than we had at the beginning and it means that's a hundred percent retention rate after four years now this behavior since it's consistent it goes with all cohorts and what we've done here is we just i've just taken the the graph that you always seen and i put it in a table it's you know Transform the uh, uh, the, the uh, presentation, but again, you can see here the beginning number for each of those of those uh, of those cohorts, the current kind of ending number, how long has passed in terms of of quarters, and what's the retention rate. And in fact, except for Q1 of '11, which was the first quarter ever in which we started testing with international languages and, and, and traffic from other countries, you can see that it's very clear that it's always not only it's 100%, it's actually higher than 100%. It generates more subscriptions for us than it had in, in, uh, in the beginning. The impact of that, for us, basically means that we have negative churn. So, I'm not always sure whether it's a negative churn, which is a double negative, so it's a positive, or should I just say positive churn? So, let's just make sure it's very clear. It means... That instead of at the end of the period, instead of losing subscriptions, we get more subscriptions from past cohorts. We don't have to re-spend marketing money in order to cover for lost subscription because those cores just keep on pushing more and more subscriptions into it. Let's try to let's try to to actually uh, analyze it. So if you look at uh, if we took a look at a certain year. At the beginning of the year, since we are, we are basically a SaaS model and we have subscriptions that will auto-renew and will just generate cash automatically, we have a baseline, a baseline of a beginning subscriptions at the beginning of the year. Now, as I said before, in many cases, a company will then be concerned about the fact that some people are canceling subscriptions and you need to spend marketing money just in order to stay at the same level, in order not to go down, when in fact... Because of those cohorts, because of the freemium model that allows people to keep on converting in, we actually get on an annual basis an uplift of 10 to 14% of subscriptions before we spend any marketing dollars. No marketing dollars spent. Naturally, on top, of, on top of that, which is the kind of the purple plus the green, we then go in and we do spend marketing dollars we also get you know some of that free, free traffic in and we keep on growing by generating new cohorts which leads us basically to that kind of a growth pattern that we have shown and and, and presented to you over uh, over the years now what does that mean in terms of value and um you know there was a lifetime value question here in a minute, a minute ago Um, and it's a bit of a tricky tricky terminology because a lifetime will suggest that something, that the the life ends at some point, right? Uh, For us, as you've seen before, there is no indication that after those six years that that I mentioned, the lifetime ends. It looks as if it's it's perpetual and just lasts forever, right? So we do want to be more conservative in the way that we analyze and, and think, do our forward thinking, and limit ourselves to those six years. But it also explains why lifetime value is not a key metric for us because it just keeps on extending as time passes. But let's, let's stick to those sort of six years which we feel comfortable because we have the data and we have the statistics and we've seen the behavior and we feel very comfortable to try and assess the model based on those six years. So uh, let's, let's go back to that uh, Q1 of 12, and let's try to, to change it for a minute from subscriptions to, to collections and to spend. So we spent 4.6, or invested, sorry, Omer, we invested $4.6 million in Q1 of, uh, of uh, 12 to bring the cohort in. So far, until, uh, until the end of uh, this last Q1, we've already collected $23 million dollars versus that 4.6. That's a 5x return within, within four years, which is, I think, which is pretty amazing. Now, let's try to apply the same mathematics to a more recent court. Let's, let's look at this last Q1 of 16, the one that just ended. So we invested $25 million, already collected within the, co- the quarter itself $14 million, so 40% has already been kind of repaid, but if we apply the six years math to this to this cohort, we're expecting another 139 and 35, sorry, million dollars in the next six years, bringing us to almost 150 million dollars from this last Q1. Now, in order to make it easier, I again put it all in a table, uh, which is again all of the cor- all the cohorts one by one, how much time has passed. How much collection we already collected? How much money is already in the bank from these, from these cohorts? And how much are projected for the next six years? And then summary. But this is a sample, right? Because so it's only Q1. So what we wanted to do today is try and expand it a little bit further so we can talk about the, the full value of our cohorts. And let's try and look at all of the cohorts we have. All of those 50, uh, 85, sorry, 86 million registered users. So these are all of the cohorts we have in our system, from Q1 of 10 and up to Q1 of 16, and they are all colored separately. So it's so very easily to, very easy to to follow that it's a very steady contribution of collections. So you know, all the purple in the bottom is people who registered in Q1 of, of 10, and then the, the brownish color on top of that uh, uh, is, is all the people who joined in uh, joined in, in uh, through 11, and uh, uh, one-by-one, based on the years in which they joined. And so far, all of this together is $650 million that we've already collected. That's great. But let's think about the future for a second. So when we think about the future and what's going to happen next in the next six years, we basically, we kind of have, we have two two sections here, right? So the bottom, sorry, the top section will be all of the future cohorts that we will acquire and will come into our system. The bottom section below them will be all of these existing cohorts and just them keep on contributing the way they did going forward. Now, I don't wanna uh, try and, 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 uh, and forecast now uh, the, the new cohorts that we will acquire in the future and spend extra marketing money uh, to acquire. So, so let's just remove all of the top section and look only at the button. Only at what will the existing cohorts do going forward. And you can see that basically from Q1 of, of, of 16 and going forward for the next six years, they will all mathematically keep on behaving in a very similar manner going forward. Now, the amazing part is that if we look at all of this together and summarize that number, only from Q1 of, two, uh, of, of Q2, sorry, of 16 and going forward, then all of this together is 1.5 billion dollars without any dollar of marketing spent. Another simpler way to look at it is, sorry for the drama here, is every hundred every hundred thousand subscriptions are equal to $120 million of collections over six years at an 85% gross margin, which I I believe is an amazing business. Um, With that, I'd like to hand it over to Lior, who will take all of this and kind of translate that into more of the financial.
6: Thank you, Nir. So those guys always leave me to be the last one. I guess that you guys are very tired, Um, but this is how you know when you work in a very uh, in a super high technology company, and it's actually serving me very well because you know I get more time to rest. Um, So so Neil spoke about well okay, Neil Neil spoke about the 1.5 billion dollar, and 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 this is one of the reasons why it makes it very easy for us to try to forecast. Um, the collection, the revenue uh, for the next quarter, for the next year, for the next few years, in a very high probability manner. And, um, and, and I will talk about it some more later on when I'm going to talk about the target model and when exactly we are going together and what does it mean in terms of, term of the $1.5 billion. So it has been two and a half years since the IPO. We've launched many products, new technology, verticals. The performance in terms of marketing was fantastic. So this is all leads us to actually beat and raise almost in every quarter since the IPO and actually beating our own expectations. Um, And I must say that the future look even uh, more exciting uh, with all the new products that the team has presented to you guys, uh, including the ADIs and so on. On top of that, I will talk about the unique, the real combination of weeks in terms of growth, scale, and cash flow. Later on, I will talk about our basic metrics and how we get to the target model and exactly when we are going to do that. So let's start with some basics about um, our drivers of of growth, our drivers of revenue. The first one, obviously, will be the Existing cohorts, users that we already acquired. And this is something that Neil mentioned before, the $1.5 billion. So the only thing that we need to do is actually to take it and to roll it into our financials, and we know exactly how much it's going to be in each month, each quarter, each year, as I mentioned before. By the way, this is, this is super profitable, because we don't need to invest even $1 in marketing, and the R&D is kind of uh, in a maintenance mode, meaning that if we try to break out the R&D into two buckets, new product, innovation, and maintenance mode for the codes uh, uh, that we already acquired, so this $1.5 billion is super profitable. Then the other part of our revenue obviously will be, um, by the way, I, I mentioned the existing code, that it's actually here. Uh, The other part that we are talking about is the new code. So this is something that we've done in the last few years. It means that we invest more in marketing according to the same TRY, the same KPI, that we've done in the last few years, which we perform really great. Um, And we invest more in product innovation, more verticals, um, more TPA, and and we keep on improving conversion. And we spoke about it with the new editor. We continue to improve conversion since the IPO and before the IPO. We're increasing the output as well. And I will talk about it in a few slides. So it means that we know how to deliver those new cohorts. Basically, it's the same work that we've done in the last few years. The last one will be new markets. So this is similar to the ADI. Meaning that we are innovating in new products that we think that can be significant to our business. But it's really hard to tell exactly what will be the contribution. So I know, mm-hmm. Nat, that you are waiting to hear about the contribution in terms of the ADI and so on. Unfortunately, we cannot do that at this, um, at this time. But when I will talk about the model, I will talk only about those two. Uh, 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 growth drivers. The first one will be the new codes and the other one is going to be the existing codes. So, I want to talk with you first about the basic matrix, which is conversion and output. But let's start with number of registered users. At the IPO, and this is where we have what we have right now, 2.1x growth. So I think that it's kind of providing you a really high level of understanding of our business. And interesting to see that in terms of premium subscription, actually the growth is 2.7x. This is what improving in conversion means. Because without improving in conversion, this is, that should be the same number, more or less. But let's take another KPI, which is the collection. So this is already... The growth over here is 3.1x so it means that we actually see continued improvement in ARPU why we see improvement in conversion very simple technology product vertical increasing the thickness of our customer and this is all need lead to improvement in conversion improvement in ARPU vertical for example people are buying more expensive packages they are buying TPAs. They are buying all kinds of things that we provide them as a solution for small businesses, not just the website builder. So we see a continuous improvement in ARPU, and I will talk about it later on some more. But at the same time, we also increase our profitability from losing money to generating cash. So let's bear it in mind when we talk about peers because I think that this is uh, also super, super interesting. Now, let's try to compare Wix with some of the uh, uh, main KPIs to other peers that actually provide solution for small businesses. So over here on the X, you can see the growth. Over here is the number of subscription or the scale. So let's take all those peers that I'm, I'm sure that you're all familiar with. Great names, great companies. And let's try to uh, see where Wix compare to them. So this is where we are. So if we take the combination between scale to growth, this is where Wix. 2 million subscription, 40% growth year over year. We couldn't find even one peer that provides solution for small businesses, that has the same performance. So, some of you will be asking, okay, so let's see what does it mean in terms of cash, because how they generate this kind of growth. So we did the same thing. We took growth and free cash flow to try to understand how much it costs us to actually to generate such kind of performance, and we took the same companies. They are all. Uh, companies that provide solutions for small businesses. And this is where Wix. Wix actually having a better performance in terms of scale and growth, but at the same time, generating cash. And this is where I think that we have a really rare, unique combination of those three metrics. now, Again, remember the $1.5 billion and, and, you know, one of the reasons why I think that it's a very high probability to generate them is simply because of this trend. What you can see over here is of, of collection coming from existing courts compared to collection coming from, from new courts, from new customers. You can see that the trend is very stable around the 80 Meaning that around 80% of our top line coming from existing codes. So taking this trend, which we have like years of history and understanding and statistics, and trying to understand, okay, how this $1.5 billion roll into our model is quite easy because of this trend. And I, and I don't think that it will change. There's no reason why it should. The other thing that I want to talk about is the ARPU. I think that I mentioned during the last earnings, something very interesting happened. During Q1, it's all the three major KPIs increased, which usually doesn't happen together. I'm talking about number of users, I'm talking about conversion, and I'm talking about ARPO. Actually, ARPO increased by um, 6 to 7% during the first quarter. But over here you can see the trend. What we took over here is just the yearly subscription because this is most of our subscription and just in the U.S. in order to eliminate all kinds of noises because of FX and so on. But you can clearly see the last quarter where we started basically to see the fruits of our investment mainly coming from verticals like the Wix stores, and, 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 and David spoke about it before. Um, the performance over there is amazing. And the same goes for booking. So people are actually using our platform and doing much more with that, and they're willing to pay because it actually works for them. So this is the result in terms of the ARPU. Let's talk a bit about our target model. and and how exactly uh, we get there so the first thing that it's really interesting to look at is the gross margin we see that the gross margin to continue to increase roughly by 1% year over year. this is where I think that the target model is going to be 86 to 88% actually we are almost there why the gross margin continue to increase one of the reasons obviously is Leverage. Leverage means that we have fixed costs in our PNL, like customer support, for example. The growth is so good that we don't have to increase the headcount at the same level. Um, second thing is our hosting uh, cost. Keep on dropping as a percentage of collection. It's become like a commodity in a way. Uh, the other thing is the ARPU that I, uh, that I mentioned before. The ARPU is increasing, and it means that the gross margin is actually getting better and better. And I don't see any reason why it will not continue. Um, so I guess that we will get to our target model in terms of the gross margin in about two to three years. The other thing that I want to talk about is the sales and marketing. So we spoke a lot about the TRY seven to nine months, but think about it. Think about the core performance. The more we have those old codes continue to generate every month, every quarter, the same amount of revenue and even more than that, and the sales and marketing is only being used to acquire new codes, so we actually see the leverage. As a percentage of collection, the sales and marketing are actually going down, and we are not investing less. We're actually the budget is increasing. You cannot do otherwise with, with Omer, right? So the budget is increasing, but at the same time, as a percentage of collection is go down, and you can see the result: 53 to 56. That was the time where we went to IPO, and we've decided to go from five to seven to seven to nine months of TRY, and this is back to the question that that we had before. We felt that we have more cash and in the end of the day is managing risks. But since then, the sales and marketing as a percentage of collection continue to go down. By the way, this is the guidance that we provided for 2016. We think that the target model is about 30% and again, we think that we are going together in three to four years. Now let's talk about the R&D. So the R&D is a bit tricky, why? Because as a technology company, I'm sure that most of you will agree with me, that it's very important that we will continue with growth because more we invest in R&D, we generate more growth. When we generate more growth, we also increase conversion. When we increase conversion and growth, we generate more cash. And in the end of the day, it means more profitability. So there's two ways to look at R&D, is one bucket is actually to maintain everything that we have. Yes, to launch new features, new products, but at the same time also to work on very innovative products. And this is what we are trying to do. But even with that, you can see the leverage in R&D simply because of the fact that in terms of growth, we are growing much faster. And again, I do believe that it will continue to be like that in the future. So, about 2% drop every year, including Q1 16, 26% as a percentage of collection. And I think that as a hyper-growth company and a super-tech company, the R&D obviously is a big part of our P&L. But the target model is 18 to 20%. And again, we are going together. If you do the math within three to four years. By the way, the 26% in q 16 also include the incremental $5 million that we use in order to launch those new products that we mentioned before, specifically the ADI. So again, the ADI, for example, is part of the cost, but the top plan is not there yet. So this is how it all comes together. So we look at the uh, 2016 guidance, 15, and where we are seeing that we are going to get in terms of EBITDA to be more than 30% out of revenue or out of collection. So the question is going to be when we are going together and what uh, size of, of, of revenue or collection. So we are going together when collection is going to be approximately 500 to $600 million. When it's going to happen, we assume that it's going to happen within uh, approximately three to four years. <clears throat> so again, and I'm showing the same, the same slide, how exactly we get to our target model and how exactly we, why we exactly we think that In a few years from now, we will be more than $500 million in terms of stop line and why it will continue to grow. So this is part of the reason. The only thing that I need to do is to take this box and basically try to understand, and I know exactly when we are going to recognize each of those lines. And this is how I get to my target model, the three to four years. As you can see, when we are going to be there, 50% 50% of those 5 to $600 million we already acquired in a very, very high probability. The other 50% with the same kind of activity of acquiring new courts that we are delivering. Again, this does not include top line for, from a very innovative product like the ADI. Bottom line, we are going to be there somewhere around 2018, 2019, with a 500 to $600 million, and we feel very excited about it. So now we open it to Q&A.
0: Lior, you talked about the the leverage that's in the model, especially around hosting and that it's a commodity. Have you done anything different in terms of moving providers around or other things, or is it just, you know, the nature of what's happening in hosting that causes your your provider to just naturally lower costs?
6: So actually it's both. I mean, it's not a secret that uh, Amazon and Google managed to take prices down because the fact that hosting becomes such a commodity – uh, and obviously we are leveraging it that and, and lowering the prices but at the same time we actually see much more benefit because of scale um, so the question if it's going to be down I don't know, it's really really hard to tell but certainly uh, we, we, we have the opportunity to do more there are you
3: using more
6: than one we are using more than one, we are using actually three great, uh, can you
4: just clarify, so the the three to four years, something like that's kind of a target. How, do you, how are you thinking about margins beyond that? Or st- which we still expect margin expansion, or do you think margins kind of flatten out once you get to that 30% range?
6: This is why I put the 30% plus, because I think that we are going to get to the 30% in this time. But if you ask me if later on we are going to be more than that, so the answer is yes. I
0: had a question
6: yeah. Lior, as you thought about the business model since the IPO, I think it's largely come
4: in as you kind of expected, you know, a little bit of upside. If you think about it going forwards and there were significant upside to the margins that you're laying out, what would drive that? Where do you think is the biggest unknown, and therefore the biggest upside surprise?
6: So I think that the biggest upside will obviously would be from increasing conversion. I mean, every, everything that you, that you sell today, most of the time, when we talk about product, when, when Avishai introduced the ADI, is mostly about conversion. So I think that, yes, I mean, conversion can can have a, a big impact on us, and the fact is that most of the time that we actually manage to beat and raise, it's not just because of better performance in marketing, but it's also because of better conversion than with what we've expected because of, of products. So. In the end of the day, every upside that you can think about when we talk about Wix is mostly about technology.
10: Thank you. Uh, could you talk about the EBITDA free cash flow flow through right now and when it gets to that 500 million and EBITDA to five to six hundred and EBITDA 30% plus, where's the flow through to free cash flow and how does CapEx work
6: through that? So. Free cash flow and adjusted EBITDA is exactly the same because in the end of the day adjusted EBITDA also take the change in deferred revenue so it's very similar to cash flow to free cash flow we don't have working capital it's a very simple balance sheet well if you look at it, it's mostly cash so I don't think that working capital is uh, something that makes a big difference for us so adjusted EBITDA would be very very similar to free cash flow to answer your question in terms of CAPEX our capex today is about $7 million uh, on a yearly basis mainly buying laptops um, again, it's not a big item for us um, but, but uh, you know, this is the case so I think that adjusted EBITDA and free cash flow is very, very likely uh, to be the same yes ah, over here, sorry
1: How do you think about threats to potentially lower uh, retention rates? And how do you also frame the threat from WordPress?
6: Um, Okay, so let's...
1: So,
2: uh, I think I understand the second part of the question. Can you repeat the first one? (laughs)
1: Uh, You guys have done a fantastic job uh, with retention thus far, but... Uh, I'm curious if you feel there are any uh, outside threats that you're aware of currently uh, to that potential retent- to that retention rate in the future.
2: Well, I think that if you look at it, right, in uh, 2008 when we started, oh, uh, pretty much building a website was very simple, right? You had to build this static page. It was most of the computers were the same resolution, mostly PCs, right, and no real mobile. And and it's and, 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 and time moves forward, right, we see that the website has to be much more complex. And in fact today to build the website that matches the quality of the one I showed, uh, James, the personal trainer, right, for a designer takes months, right, to build all the technology, the mobile view, and integrating systems, right, the booking, the backend, all of that. So in fact, by continuing to deliver great technology that is right on top of the innovation wave, right, We put ourselves in a place that it's almost impossible for anybody else to provide similar values. In essence, what we're saying is that even if you want to change your business, right, and you already are familiar with what you can get from Wix, there's no other place that you can go to and get (coughs) something similar. Now, you spoke about WordPress, right? And that's a great example because WordPress, a fantastic blogging system, right, is actually a lot less website than us on their automation uh, platform, which is the web company. They have more blogs, of course, but that's the nature of the game. They're a really great blog platform. Most of the revenues are actually coming from large sites that they maintain themselves, like CNN.com and blogs. But if you try to take WordPress as a platform and you install it on a server, you will find very quickly that what you really need to do is continuously upgrade it just to not get hacked. Okay? It's not going to give you better SEO when Google change their algorithm because, well, they don't have access to your computer, right? They have to rewrite a huge part of it, and they don't know what you did with it. You don't get mobile. You don't get almost anything out of the box. new. And as time passes, you can see that's the reason we continue to grow much faster than everybody else. The gap in technology, the gap in the fact that the Internet is changing, and it's changing quickly. It actually accelerates the rate in changing. It's way changes. That actually is the best protection we have on loyalty, delivering fantastic
4: technology. Uh, two questions. So, um, as you've got into 190 countries, what, what do you think about the addressable market, unregistered users? So, you know, call it Facebook, a billion and a half. That's people and businesses. Um, what what do you ultimately? And then, second, just terminal tax rate. Best guess at this point, kind of when you get the, you know, um, through the NOLs and everything. Thanks. So,
2: so the second. So the second question, I, uh, he probably knows the answer. I'm not sure I know the terms, but uh, but. Uh, on the first question, right, you're asking about addressable uh, market size. So 50% of small businesses in the United States don't have a website now, today, right? About 90% of the ones that do have a website probably need to change it to something that is modern, works well on mobile, works well with the new Google algorithms, are actually able to do transactions, right, which everybody expects. That's pretty big, right? Outside of the United States, the situation is actually... Well, much, a lot less have good websites, so it's actually more of a bigger percentage. If you look at medium-sized businesses, it's not much better, right? Majority of them, even if they have a website, need to replace it. If you look below that, right, and that's the DJ, okay, that's somebody who's a designer from home doing uh, fashion design, or or, or somebody who's, you know, a photographer, that's his hobby, or that's half of his profession. The situation is dramatically, probably 80% of them do not have a website, And a way for them to market themselves. So we think it's pretty big.
6: In terms of of taxes, so I don't believe that it will be significant when we are going to get to our target model simply because of the fact that we have losses carried forward. But when we start to pay taxes, um, I guess that it will be around 15%. It's really hard to tell the exact rate but we do have improved enterprises and benefits from the government in Israel. So my guess is that it will be somewhere around 15%. Two more
0: questions. One back here and then
4: Kyle. All right, so you know, innovation has been key in driving new SKUs, so getting new users to the platform and driving retention. How do you think about that translating into potential price increases as you've added more and more and invested more in R&D? price increases for existing users, and then where do you see is the ceiling for more premium SKUs? You know, right now it's kind of in that $20, 30 range per month. Do you see something higher in the $50, 100 range? Thanks.
2: Well, I think that as you saw uh, for the Leo's presentation, the output is continuously growing going up, and uh, we believe that there's still a lot of more room for us to continue to take it upwards. In fact, the, the one thing that I'm really happy about how we did it is that it was not in this kind of like brute way of saying, oh, we raised price to 30%. Most of our customers just ended up using more and naturally feeling that that's the right pay for them. That's the right way that they should actually pay more. Okay? And we believe that there's still a long path for us. I think that you can see that Wix is becoming more of something that is moving just from small businesses to medium-sized businesses. In fact, we have a couple of Fortune 500 companies, for example, that are using Wix. And, and of course, there's more opportunity for us to further increase output. So yes, I do believe that that will happen.
4: Thanks. Part of, part of what I think a lot of investors like is that you've been an organic growth story as well, and um, if that continues and getting to your target model, you're going to have six hundred million dollars of cash on the balance sheet by 2020. Just curious, wasn't expecting any big capital announcements today, but. I mean, how should we think about that as that cash balance just grows and grows if you remain an organic growth company?
6: Well, I I think that it's, uh, you know, too soon to to know, but but certainly, you know, when we get more cash into our balance sheet, obviously, you know, one of the questions is going to be around investments, for example, M&A. So I think that this is something that, that right now we are just focusing on those new products that we are going to launch to try to maximize everything because I think, I do believe that every any M&A that we can think about right now the opportunity that we have in terms of continuing improving conversion with what we know to do best is much more than that so I think that it will be a certain point of time that we will consider M&A and I'm not talking about small one like you know verticals that we had and and and, and in the past but I'm talking about something which is much more significant to that from that I think that this is something that we will consider
2: The last question, right, So I just want to take this opportunity, uh, first of all, to say uh, thank you, all of you, to coming here. And for those of you that stayed not because they were afraid of the rain, thank you for staying. And those of you that stayed because they were afraid of the rain, it's finished. You can actually leave. And we did not arrange that. By the way, we did not arrange the rain to hold you here as prisoners. So I just want to say really again, thank you. We appreciate it. And I think one of the things you've seen here again uh, today, and for those of you that know us for a long time, what I find that is uh, the most exciting thing about Wix and what I would love to have you think about when you go out of here is the fact that it's really a fantastic combination between a product and a continuous product delivery that always innovates something new in our market to an incredible marketing machine, super efficient, and all driven by what I'm super proud of to be working with, which is a fantastic team. Thank you all.